I don't care if you oh bite it. Use some teeth. I don't care if it bleeds. The best podcast ever. Here's what you missed last week, nerds. Biz, I just saw the headline right now. I didn't even click on it. I don't even know what it is. Did you? Do you yeah, know what it it's is? something. About, I, I saw the same headline. I didn't see any details, but yeah, I guess something about he, he's what is a podcast of sour. Listen to the podcastle. We give you the headline. You make up the rest. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Hello. Hello. Oh my gosh. This is interesting. This is very peculiar. Hmm. What are we going to do? Dip it in yogurt, cover it in chocolate buttons. Check. Can we please be quite quick? It'll be ready in the flashiest of flashes. What is it? I really must be quick. Prontissimo. Love, actually. The scene where uh, Alan Rickman is buying the gold necklace for his mistress and Mr. Bean is counting. Can we please be quiet? Oh, this is not a box, sir. Oh, no. This is so much. This Wreck-It Ralph movie has the most amazing, like, Easter eggs, Disney Easter egg jokes. Ooh. So funny. Wreck it, Ralph. Pocahontas's hair is just always blowing in the wind. I might be heard right now. Oh yeah, Biscardi on the new mic. Say it again. How am I being heard right now? A little low, huh? There it's good. I'm gonna move it closer. Closer to your dick. Should be. Yeah, I'm supposed to see Wreck It Ralph tomorrow. Sarah Silverman is the the girl, and she's the first Jewish Disney princess. <laughs> and they like they like welcome her in, and and I don't know. Apparently, it's hilarious. A million cameos. Easter eggs. C three PO. Well, well, well. If it isn't Doctor Giggles. Mm. Bar. Jabba. Brother. Stay puff. If I give you my number, will you, Kong. Will, you, will you leave? What season are you in now? Uh, end of three. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, Charlie. I don't even know what Penny's... No, uh, Penny's no. I'm, I'm not... I'm in four now. I've made it to four. Michael, can you hear us okay? And I'm hoping you guys can hear me. I think you just need to move it a, sl- a tad closer. To your people. It sounds good. About now. Oh, yeah, that's good. Is, is this better? Sounds good to me. Yeah. Like, really better? Yeah. No, it is. Yeah, it's well, Maybe we can find a clip. No, it sounds good. It's totally perfect. Well, maybe we can find it a clip. Great. It does. It's great. Yeah, it does. No. no it sounds like it's a walkie talkie that was 50 years old. Let's die. I like the mic setup. What do you guys want to kick off with tonight? We'll do a little countdown, do something you know, sexual? I thought we could try something. I could maybe add a little caveat bonus to uh, news with this. What about every show this day in history? Ooh, I love I it. Like, I'm on yeah, board with that. Uh, juice up. I'm on board with that sausage. 
I was a little disappointed that there wasn't salad. much in the news about the 55th anniversary of JFK's death. Be on board for that I didn't see salad. like one article on it. Be I think it just wasn't the, the day for Thanksgiving. It was Thanksgiving, yeah. Yeah, Thanksgiving just that potato salad. crushes any sort of, uh, you know, like anniversary that falls on that if day. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Right. Yeah. To give thanks. Yeah. That we were yeah, wise right. enough to poison the Native Americans. Yeah, right. The turkeys. The turkeys and the turkeys had questions. Yeah, uh, after the turkeys, we would do detention. I'm done with the turkeys. Detention. Uh, automatic yeah. detention. I love automatic as opposed to manual, where you have to build up your courage to give it to me. I know. It's like you're not driving a stick shift. This is automatic. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't work your way up. Automatic detention, like they invoke some sort of like superpower or like you know clause right. or bylaw, because you're gonna freeze you were me. talking in line. Automatic detention. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, what's wow. detention? Wow. I have to stay after school? Come in on a Saturday? No, you have to sit in the warm science no. lab with Friendly Harbor and enjoy your lunch. That does actually sound sound pretty bad to me. That sounds like actually, I'd rather do that than be playing kickball in the cold. I I, I wouldn't mind being doing that. Yeah, right. Detention was only bad because of you know it was on a record of some sort. The right. actual detention was fine. Right, the record was bad, which I still hold. I think. My little echoey. You're a little uh, Ant-Man-like. Ant-Man. So that website, uh, thinkgeek.com, oh, has the best the stuff on there for, like, super cheap. There was, like, coffee cups in the shape of, like, the mushroom from Mario Brothers for, like, 10 bucks. There was a cup on there that it's like a Pac-Man figure, but when you pour the coffee in, it changes color, oh. like the heat. It was, like, 10 bucks. I was like, this site is great. There were T-shirts... Like, do you remember in Home Alone, the little Nero pizza company? It was like the yes. Little Caesars, but they have like the little Nero shirts for like nine bucks on there. And it's like official from Home Alone. It's not like 80 bucks. When, you know, it's not like a movie grab, money grab that movies try to do on the merchandise. Like, go to like the official Star Wars site. The shirts are probably like 80 bucks. But you go to this one, it's like nine bucks. It's great. What is it called? Think Geek? ThinkGeek.com. I love the mugs. I get like out of control because there's so there's like a mug that looks like the oh. there's a mug that looks like the Infinity Gauntlet. Oh. And I just oh, yeah. buy them all. I can't even have them anymore, Jens. Yeah, I right. Can't get any more mugs. I just I bought too many. Like they're falling out of the cabinet. <laughs> I, if I get one more, it's gonna have to take up another shelf. I can't see. And like it's, there's only two of us here, so it's not like there's always all this coffee always flowing. So did, I want like more. Did I like, tell you the one that I got? It's um. It's from Beauty and the Beast. It's the the actual character chip that is chip. a mug, and it's a mug. That was on that was on the website. Think Geek. It was nine bucks on there. It was sold out. You bought the last I think one. I probably paid a hundred. No, uh, but I bought it in Disney World. I want to get it. It looks just like the character. It's really fun to drink out of. It's it's like hard to be in a bad mood. You're like I'm what almost in a cartoon. What was the song of Beauty and the Beast? Be a guest. Be a guest. Be a dick, be a dick, put your service like a hick. Let's go down to paper bark and let's all play with someone's dick. Be a dick, be a dick, make it come, make it stick. Get it sticky in your pants and don't take a chance to be a dick. Be a dick, 
be a dick, take a lick, grab a stick, let's poke it, let's grope it, let's straddle it and touch. Because it is fun to go to planet Venus with someone else's penis. Be your dick, be your dick, be your dick. And the other song from Beauty and the Beast was... Um, of course, the theme song, the, the Beauty and Beast, sung by uh, Angela Lansbury, who played Mrs. Potts. Uh, and the other one was, uh, there was like one more song that was good in that. Mrs. Well, was Mrs. Potts? Oh my gosh. Mrs. Mrs. Potts. What was the other song that was good? Tale as old as time, wasn't that the other one? Isn't it like, well, I've never seen a king or beast with quite so little hair. I, I did like that. I did like Beauty and the Beast. I thought it was one of the better Disney ones. That was part of the Disney Renaissance of yeah. the '90s that kicked right. off with Little Mermaid, and then it, it just kind of enrich the, the final run before the Pixar. Gonna enrich the um, yeah. shift. Hey, I saw uh, that they did. Um, the Lion King is the live oh. action teaser Disney released of The Lion King. For 2019. So is Dumbo for 2019, and so is Aladdin for 2019. It's oh, like right. Disney is just mass making these these old cartoons into live action and releasing them all at once, which is kind of weird. Usually they wait like a year or two. Oh, yeah, They're all coming out next year. It's going to be like one after the other. They're going to make like $8 billion. They're doing it like Marvel's doing it. Individuals, then they're going to do a massive crossover like the Avengers. Did you hear Bob Iger? They're going to oh. slow down the Star Wars uh, filming because yeah. the Solo uh, tanked so bad that he's like, which I'm, I'm, I kind of admire him for saying this. He's like, we, we just did too much too quick. Yeah, we're going to slow it down, which I agree. It was like too much. It was they like every every other week. Respect part of the uh, you know reason, <laughs> part of the. Uh, <laughs> Oh no! Scott, he's Yikes. fumbled his Nothing new here. mic. Nothing to see here. First day with Nothing a new mic. Tweet us at the underscore podcastle. It is a show. It is episode uh, close to 300. I think we have 10 left. We are on par to reach 300 by Christmas, and uh, that's insane. And uh, it's going to be it's it's insane. 300 it's shows. Part of the reason Star Wars was so Oh, there goes the dynamite! And then you thought that was it. That's all they're ever going to do. So right. there was fan fiction everywhere. <laughs> and then somebody took By it. By virgins. And ruined it. Or, well, you know, apparently ruined it. I don't think it was really because of Solo. I think it was because of everyone getting so pissed at The Last Jedi. Everybody said that, you know, Ryan Johnson ruined Luke Skywalker. And, and really, like, fucked up what J.J. Abrams kind of planted. And right. they promised him, like, a trilogy of his own, like a standalone thing, and that's on hold. I don't think they expected Solo to do too great. Oh, really? Even though it was really good. No, well, better than I thought it would yeah. be. Yeah. I think so. I never saw it. Yeah. I, never, I didn't see Solo. Yeah, right. But. I didn't see. Oh, I think so. Yeah, right. I think so. Yeah, right. Tweets. Yeah, let's go podcast. Braggadocious. So, uh, yeah, today uh, when we get to news with this tonight, we're going to be doing a special segment of This Day in History, which I really news like. And I'm this. glad you brought news that up because this. I used to get emails from the History Channel website mm -hmm. of This Day in History. And then mm -hmm. I think I like stopped getting them. 
but it was it was really cool. It was like this day in history, you know, Lewis and Clark across oh, the Mississippi. Uh, this day in history, uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis started. This day in history, uh, which is cool. So I really like doing that. This week in history is big because we have Thanksgiving, Kennedy's uh, 55 anniversary assassination, and um, I don't know what else is going on. I watched Scotty. I watched Parkland again last night. Have you ever Frangible. seen that? Parkland, I've only seen bits and pieces of. Um, what the you know, fuck? You watch on YouTube. Never saw the whole thing. It's pretty good. I think Zach. Ashton I don't want to get into finance. You don't hear about that guy anymore. Is he still acting? I haven't heard like from him in like a hot minute. Uh, didn't he do Baywatch? And he he put on yeah, like talking, massive talking about flop. Of muscle. And a shoe shine. Oh, it I just. Did. I think it did terrible. It made no money. No one went to see it. Was but the Rock in that? Like the modern. Day it was like the Rock's first like too. flop. Um, of his life. But he plays like what? The 25-year-old doctor? Yeah, yeah, he does a good job. He plays uh, Jim Carrico. And, uh, he does a southern accent, but he doesn't like butcher it like DiCaprio does with when he does accents. He like does a good job. Uh, yeah. Paul Giamatti does uh, Abraham's Zapruder, right? And right. The girl from, what was the show? Big Love, Jennifer something. Yeah. Like Jackie Kennedy, right? Yeah, yeah, there's uh, one of the gay parts of the nur- uh, charge nurse. Um, but it's good. What I like about the movie, they don't even show the assassination. They show the reactions and all the aftermath. And Billy Bob Thornton plays a Secret Service guy, and it shows you how the FBI bungled the Kennedy assassination because Lee Harvey Oswald was in the office yes. of the FBI a week before he w- Kennedy was assassinated. And he made threats about agents, and they could have just picked him up right there, but they didn't. Yeah. And uh, his mother was crazy, by the way. Lee Harvey Oswald. I mean, she was a nut job. No, unusually. I mean, that you wonder where the insane got it from. were raised by the insane. From Very uh, a lot of unanswered questions thanks to Jack. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. And that was going to be part of, well, there really isn't anything this significant on the 23rd. Right. That in between the 22nd and 24th in Lee Harvey Oswald's history. But, you know, he was in a holding cell. And uh, getting, uh, awaiting his transport, which was never completed. Yes. He was being transported where? Like county jail or something? Uh, he was being held in, in county jail and, yeah, I'll have to look it up. Let me get back to you. I like Parkland, though, because it's Sweat uh, and Tom Hanks' uh, Playtone production company. So there's, like, Paul Giamatti in there. There's a lot of there's actors you saw in, the, in Adams, and, like, it's good. And Colin Hanks is in it. He's a good actor, too. Yeah, I like him. I liked him in uh, Dexter. The, the uh, Yeah, oh, yeah. What was he called? Oh, I can't. It was, he, he did, like, biblical shit. Jebediah. Remember his character in Dexter? Did you watch Dexter? Yeah, I think Dexter. His name was Jebediah, wasn't it? Oh, he was going to the nearby county jail. Oh, yeah. He was leaving Dallas police headquarters going to the county jail. If I were you, I'd get far away here than possible. I'd never come back, even die. The, um, do you guys have a nice Thanksgiving? A very festive, juicy Thanksgiving? I think I so. Did. I had a long one. 
What, what happened? Mean? Well, we actually got an early start, as I said, on the last show at 1 o'clock. So by 1300, right. we all show up, and then we were there till about 10 at night. Oh, my like, God. That yeah. is a long one. Damn. Yeah. That's long even for, like, Christmas standards where you expect to spend their time longer oh or something. Gosh. That's long. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. When you we get there early. Grand the old fuck? Did Earthbound come out? I heard Earthbound made an appearance. You no know, way. I saw that. I went down to the basement. You know, Stop you know, Kids who are ages uh, 7 to 16. Actually, even all of 7 to Facials like upstairs. Now. I'm going to get so old. So yeah. I went downstairs to the basement where they had all the video games, and I said, oh, well, look at this. A Super NES classic. Ooh. And so I said to my cousin's kid, Snaps. let's do some Mario Kart. But he was thinking Mario Kart on the Switch, which well, is like the new high-tech on version. It's like you're on a, a Universal Studios ride when you play it. I said, no, 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 no. It's yeah, the no. original one. Yeah, the classic. And you know, That is absolutely he's accurate. Born in, you know, he's a true millennial post to that Arabian characters Probably with the Mario characters. You know, he doesn't know anything uh, about 16-bit or 8-bit graphics. So he was none too impressed. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. It's a shame, too, oh, when, you, when, you, when, you, when you see kids that are like, <laughs> oh, what is this crap? You're like, this is a classic. I know. Oh, my gosh. Just, like, Heather's yeah. brother, Justin, I was like, yo, dude, look, you know, look, I got the old school Nintendo. It has, like, all the old games on it, like 30 or 60 or whatever it was. And he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, I heard about that. And I just, like, handed him the controller like he <laughs> wanted to yeah. play. I think he was just, like, being nice. And I'm like, look, Legend right. of Zelda, start playing. And he, like, starts, <laughs> and he's, like, a minute into it. He's like, I got to go. Uh, I was leaving. But Blasphemous. this looks fun. I'll, I'll play it later. Never did. Oh, gosh. I, I was playing PlayStation 2. Uh, some cop game like a couple years back and the neighborhood kid came over to see if he could like see one of my pets he was like 14 and I was like yeah I'll take one of them out and he's like what are you playing look how old this looks I was like this game's only like 6 years old he's like look how ancient this is and I was like alright you know what get, get out right now. they're all tired toy. It, but I guess that's what I think it would be like somebody from the 70's that had like Atari showing us that it's like no this really is crappy you're like, no, Pong's like the greatest game. Uh, like, even eh. as a kid, I always thought Atari was, was crap. crap. Right, it's I crap. Thought, I thought it was a terrible system, even yeah. for its time. It was not ahead of its time. No. I remember when I saw Atari and was like, okay, there's definitely something better than this, though, right? Right. And I like it. Was I, Nintendo. I, think, I think when Atari came out, half the world was stunned, and then the other half was like, nah, I'll go back to pinball. Wait. Yeah, I'll years. go back to pinball. Right. Where everyone had Nintendo. I remember. I know. I know. When Atari did the. Uh, they did like the Atari Classic release like three years ago. Yeah. Like two two people bought it and it just sucked. Nobody ever liked it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. There's a Genesis that. too that you can buy and Second. like the what? Atari. I believe it's not HDMI. So if you oh. have an HDMI cable. Now I don't know if that makes the experience any worse. Yeah. But... Probably. I guess it's not compatible with some smart televisions, perhaps. I don't know. I think so. Yeah, it's crap. Somebody tried to sell me that. I was like, buying beer at like yeah, right. I was like, ah, huh? You got the uh, Sega Mini or whatever. He's like, you want to buy it? It's half off. And I was like, no, stop pushing me this shit. I'm not getting it. It's uh, a good but, idea. Uh, I I don't think I've played it on like my big TV that's in you know like the family room downstairs. I'm gonna go after the show. I'm gonna plug it in. 
65 inch Mario. <laughs> 65. Let me get. Let me ask you guys this. I went to Jen's parents for Thanksgiving this day. There was a man there. He was 104 years old. A little wheelchair. It was like Jen's dad's friend that he knew from tennis years back, and he was just an old guy to him, and he's still alive. And we're talking with old people. Do you guys feel uncomfortable, or are you guys? Let me ask. Not uncomfortable. Do, when you meet like a like I'm talking like an elderly elderly person, do you try to be yourself and cool? Like, hey, what's going on, man? And, and or do, are you still like, hello, sir? How are you? Because well, they're probably used to hearing that. Well, how do you guys deal with the, with the elderly when you meet a new one? I'm not talking about grandma. I'm talking about a stranger or somebody, uh, like in a plane. How do you, how do you act? Uh, if you have to talk to him, I mean. Like, this is Mr. Johnson. He founded I this place. find myself having to Ooh, speak up so much and repeat myself so much that I just stop talking. Yeah. Uh, barbers. Big example right there. There's uh, every now and then, you know, I'm not the guy who has that rule. You don't cheat on your barber. If I need a haircut and I'm anywhere that oh, yes. I just needs to get cut, I go to wherever. I, I just oh, take yes. my chances. So right. every now and then you get this barber who's like 85, 90 years old. <laughs> and, uh, oh, you know, God. they just, yeah, it's, it's rough. And if someone's waiting talk, ahead of you, you're really screwed because they're so oh, slow. Yeah. yeah. And they don't hear you. I mean, I'm. How many times this they'll go, huh, huh, huh? Uh, all right, you know, just stop. And they're talking to you because they're the conversationalists. The barber, right. that's just they got to pass the time, so they're engaging you into the conversation. But you're always repeating yourself. And one time, this guy, I told him, um, you know, give me a skin tied up the sides. We'll do a scissor trim on the top. And then I think I changed my mind and said. Uh, yeah, you know what? We won't go all the way down to the skin. And, you know, he didn't hear me when I said that. So uh, I had to repeat myself when he, and he said, Oh, so, man. Oh, you don't want it to the skin. No, I already, t- I told you I changed I told my- you. That's, I hate, I hate the barber shop conversation. I, I'll like start off talking. And then when I think the conversation died, I'll just be quiet and I'm comfortable in my silence. And then they always like try to jumpstart it with, so, do you have any plans for Christmas? And you're like, oh, here we go again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What about? I, I try to ask questions that take forever. Like, so, how did you get out to barbering? Tell me the like entire story, just so I can like sit there, you know. And but you have to do it. And I feel like with old the guy last night, the old guy. My point was, I was like, I had to keep repeating myself. So eventually, I was like, I need to sneak out of here. So I was like, oh, you know, let me get some water. And I would just like hide, like I'm a grown man hiding, just because I don't want to keep like talking loudly i feel like i'm being rude like screaming at someone they can't hear me so how are you what what uh yes yes i almost fell asleep once in a barber chair because i went to you know you ever been to uh you got a haircut at at a college barber college whatever i mean it's not really college to me it's a trade school but that's what they call it barber college no, but I know so, people that have the. Uh, yeah, they, I, I've been a couple of times, and it's I have nice because it's like a five clippers. <laughs> Representing the sun. So to get that doctorate, PhD like, in scissors. The amount, yeah, the amount of hours that they put in is like lifetime because they take so long. You know, the being oh, yeah. supervised, you're gonna sit in that chair. So one time I was sitting in the chair so long I almost fell asleep, and. Um, oh God! Yeah, right. That's nice. And, and I remember waking up and. I oh, feel yes. these burns on my temple here because this guy was pressing and pressing and pressing yeah, right. his clippers. Oh, I actually yeah, had right. little tiny scabs 
like track marks. Oh, oh like he was like, what? Yeah, because he was doing it for so long. What, what a fuck? terrible weirdo. Yeah. Violent old man. I usually, Clark, just try to be as like short, polite, and funny as possible with strange old people. Yeah. Right. In, in and out. N- nothing offensive, nothing controversial. I don't really mm-hmm. attempt to make like. I only joke about like the space in front of us, you know. Like, <laughs> if I'm on an airplane, oh, you know, where are you from? Or this takes forever. I love this part. Yeah. How about that tomato juice I just ordered and spilled on my crotch? <laughs> you know, and the hot chocolate I spilled in the aisle. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's times. Really, there's oh, times. It doesn't wow. matter what age. I just don't feel comfortable. In- Speaking. Oh, wow. Don't, I don't have anything. I'm drawing blanks. Nothing is straight line. I can't find that common ground. It has nothing right. to do with age, sex, whatever. It's just one of those things. It happens every now and then. Um, let me ask you guys oh, my gosh. policies on a couple of questions here. People that oh, my gosh. cover their ears when an ambulance drives by. Pussies, right? Oh, oh my gosh. When you see, when you hear like a fire truck going by on the street and somebody like covers their ears until it passes, like pussies, right? Who does, people do that? I've seen people do that in LA on the sidewalk. Like they cover their ears, like little 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 healing. And it's like pussies. It's only like a second. Like once it passes you, the sound starts going, getting lower rapidly. Yeah, right. That's people real, do that. It's really lame. Yeah. Uh, people that order hot tea on an airplane, douchebags, right? Can I get you a drink? Oh, hot tea, please. Okay, I'm gonna make everybody wait here while I go get the hot tea and pour it in and. <laughs> get this for you do you really need tea <gasps> on the plane is, are you, is this high tea is this social hour for you is it tea time no get a fucking alcoholic beverage or a soda tea well don't they just have hot water ready like cause they have coffee ready of course mm-hmm. yeah but who drinks tea on an airplane the British yeah not I guess. me I think people do it because it's just a way of um Medicating because it's the right. I mean, airplanes are just the most. Oh. they're just the most germ-infected contraptions in the world. They're disgusting. They're flying cesspools. Yeah. And there yeah. was the one time somebody should have ordered a tea. They ordered a Merlot. Sitting next to a guy on a flight, and he was coughing the whole time. I was in full Howard yeah. Hughes mode. I had my. I literally had my shirt up on my nose. Gross. Like, there was no other seats. He was just coughing. It was disgusting. And then finally, the flight oh, attendant comes up. Can I get you anything to drink? And I was hoping to God he'd be like, a tea or something hot. And he's like, oh, a Merlot, please. And I was like, no, no, he doesn't need a Merlot. He needs, like, an antihistamine anti, uh, or something. Mm. You know, get him, get him some cough syrup. Mm-hmm. It was disgusting. I'm like, sir, you're sick. Alcohol is not what you need right now. Please, hydrate. Well, he was just hacking away. Yeah. Oh, I want to get this done right to show me all the blueprints. A Merlot. No. No. Get water. Please. Help yourself. I want you to help yourself. You don't need to be, like, more dehydrated and get everybody sick. Yeah. Have a but, bottle yeah, of right. Robitussin. Yeah. You get some sick. alcohol out of that. The Robitussins. If I'm not I mistaken. That. I hate it when people just, like, ignore that they're sick and spread you it. I'm not mistaken. Do you guys still get carded when you buy uh, alcohol at certain places? Oh, wow. Sometimes. Randomly, collusion. Did I, I, I tell the public. Yeah, Did tell, I tell, tell the story about the guy with cancer and who shook my hand. I told that story oh, one of these shows, wow. didn't I? You did? No, I don't. I don't think uh, so. What happened? 
So, similar situation. Guy at a bar, real good guy. Uh, he likes to talk. He's got lung cancer. So he coughs a lot. Now, he's not necessarily, you can't catch cancer. I got that. But um, I go to the bar and I see my, one of my bar buddies. She's consoling him, you know, massaging his back and all. And he's yeah, enjoying right. it. He's, got, he's in good spirits. Yeah. Uh, I even just saw him today. He's making the, the best of it. Right. Oh, there goes the dynamite. Uh, plus, he lost a granddaughter, the poor guy. So, you know, everybody rightfully feels pretty bad That's for him. That's sad. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, but he coughs a lot. He's got no teeth. So he's, he, <laughs> How old is uh, he? He's in pretty bad I don't know, 60 maybe. Okay. Um, but he was he was always extending his hand. It's like, all right, dude, I shook your hand once. Ugh. You don't have to do this all the time. Every, you know, he'll laugh at anything. He laughs at his own jokes. He's always in good spirits. It's good. It's bad, though. So I went to wash my hands afterwards. Uh, after yeah, right. I shook my hand. I mean, he, he coughed and wiped his nose with his car oh. napkin oh. and oh, then no. shook my hand. Oh. I mean, it oh. doesn't matter if you have cancer or not. That's germs. No, it's disgusting. So again, I didn't want to be a dick, but I go, I wash up in the, in the bathroom, and then I come back, and, uh, you know, I'm talking to him because... He's a good guy, and I want to be friends. Yeah, but yeah. every time he laughed at something funny, he's extending his hand to shake it, you know, oh. for the joke or something. Like, I says, you know, pal, um, I'm, I'm, I said this one to him. I don't want to give you my germs. I think I'm getting sick. Yeah, good. And so let me just give up. you one of these. And I gave him, you know, the elbow pound where you don't even want to do the fist, the knuckles pound. Yeah, you, you give don't want the to elbow touch to the guy. Uh, and I don't know if he was put off by that or not, but just the same I. I couldn't do it anymore. Sweat like, and dude, can't you, do it. You can't. You realize what you're doing. And I asked around. I asked a few people. Braggadocious. Um, one of the other bartenders. She said, "No, I would do the same thing. That's gross." That is gross. Yeah. But plus, the repeat handshake offender. It's like someone that does the high five, the high five all the time. You know, you don't need to right. always be like, "Yeah, high five. It's like, no, no, we're, we've established we're we're having we a good got time. It. Okay, we're having a good time. That's enough. Yeah, hit that rock. Now we, we we've hit the rock's been hit ten times. We're good. Right. You know, you just know? pound the the fist on the table. Pound the desk. Pound the desk. Slam the gavel. Slam the gavel. That happens at church too when they do the peace be with you. If I notice somebody's sick, I'll purposely avoid shaking the hand. I'm just like I'm not. Uh, no, yeah, I'm I not give the peace this. sign. Yeah, I do the peace sign. I'm like peace. Usually and stand I, I'll far, throw all, it back far away. No, I'm sick. Hey, listen. I'm at a wedding or a funeral because that's probably the only time I'll ever be back in church. <laughs> Don't be so sure. We're actually signing. We signed you up for the Benedictine ministry in Northern Africa. So you depart tomorrow. It's part of the <laughs> army uh, religious corps. Clark, it's not even a real thing. <laughs> You're making stuff up. Hey guys, listen. I need to uh, help Heather. The baby's like fighting her. Uh, um, okay. I can keep recording, or we can like take a break and come back. Yeah, keep recording. It's your call. Just keep recording, and I'll just come back once I slay the beast. Of course. All right. Yeah. All right. Of course. And we do. Well, it's a New York minute, and uh, <laughs> it's time for the trivia. We can oh, surprise trivia. What do you got? I have three on deck. Okay, make it happen. If you're up for it, Maestro. Let's do it. Let's see what I got. All right. Now, listeners, if you're unfamiliar with this, the uh, title of the game is very self-explanatory. 
Nobody knows New York City, surrounding boroughs, states, history, geography, local slang, and uh, pop culture of the Big Apple more than Michael Biscardi. So what we have tried to do, this will be the ninth time we've attempted this, is New York quizzes. And we try to uh, trump Michael uh, with these facts. So far, he has been successful at conquering all of them. I believe you've only gotten three wrong uh, out of one quiz, maybe out of 20 questions. So uh, you, so far, you're batting 990. Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, we're going to start off with an easy one. We're going to progressively make it harder. Yes. True or false, the first capital of the United States in 1789, of course, was New York. In 1789, yes, that's true. Yes, it is true. That is very, very true. Um, i got to keep score. That's one for one. The um, New York Public Library, mm-hmm. of course, has over 50 million books and other items. Uh, in the United States, what number... Uh, is this the largest of? So is this like the fifth largest library, the fir- the biggest um, in the United States? The Library of Congress is the largest, so it's not the first. Wow. Uh, You're right. It's a tough one. I'm going to say that New York Public Library is... Damn, that's a good question. You are right, though. By the way, you have a... Two mulligans in this game, or two uh, hints. You can do a Yeah, I mean, I could say it's the second. I'm trying to think of what would be the second. Uh, Where are other really large... You are right on the first, though. The Library of Congress is the largest. Library of Congress is the largest library in in the country. In fact, I think even the world, but I don't know. Um, I'll say third. Uh, It will will actually be the second in the country. Oh, I second guess myself. But you do get you do get points for knowing the Library of Congress is first, and also the New York Public Library is the third largest in the world, believe it or not. No. Uh, did they film the New York Public Library for Ghostbusters? Was that the building they yes. used? Okay. Yes. I think I still have a membership card somewhere. Out of the 19 million people that live in New York State, mm-hmm. how many of them live in New York City? Oh. Boys. Uh, I guess another way to phrase it would be how many people live in New York City? Brooklyn's roughly seven. How many in Brooklyn? I'm going to say. Can we trump the maestro? I'm going to say 20 million people, roughly. 8 million people live in New York. What? New York City. I got that one wrong. 8 million. Wow. I would have said... That's all five boroughs? That's all five. Okay. That's okay. We still have plenty more. I would have said... uh, I would have guessed 12, but I guess London is bigger. Mm. Population-wise, um, all right, still, still plugging along. That makes sense. Okay, uh, what 
which New York City Art Deco building has six levels of stainless steel arches topped by a lit lancet spire on its top? Which, which New York City Art Deco building has six levels of stainless steel arches topped by a lit lancet spire on its top? So it's got a lit, buildings lit with spires on them. There's World Trade Center 1, uh, the Freedom you, Tower. You do have hints, too, if you ever want to deserve. And, uh, oh, uh, the, <laughs> it's the Chrysler Building. The dome the answer, is there. Yeah. The answer is certainly the Chrysler Building, my lord. Yes. Certainly. Very good. Uh, this one is, this next question, uh, number five, is geared towards the museum crowd. Uh, what New York City museum started in Gracie Mansion and later moved to Fifth Avenue between 103rd Street and 104th Street? Mostly projects. The, uh, Guggenheim? He's back. Yeah. Uh, the Neo-Georgian building, uh, has... Paintings, prints, furniture, silver dolls, and toys that help tell the history of New York. Oh, I thought that was part of the Guggenheim. Would you like a hint? Mm, no, let me think. John, you're back. We're doing some uh, New York trivia here. We're I know. We're That's like a double negative. The Metropolitan Museum of Art is Fifth Avenue and um, seventy. No, yeah, Second Street. But I know it's definitely not up in the one hundreds. Uh, Fifth Avenue, hundred fourth Street. It's not the MoMA. Wait. Yeah, I'm gonna say the MoMA. The answer is the. Museum of the City of New York. Okay. I thought that was part of the moment, but... Yeah, all right. Not familiar with that one either, but moving okay. along. That's okay. You still have more. You're <laughs> two out of three. Uh, Moses. Two out of three. Moses. Um, by the tablets of Moses. I got jerked off by which nationality of a girl in 2002 at an oasis. Oh, wait, no, that's, that's no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's, that's not, no. We don't want oh my to use gosh. that. Question number six going on in the New York trivia is what New York City area is home to Washington Square, the McDougal Sullivan Gardens Historic District, and NYU? Uh, that's easy. Greenwich Village. All right. Three for three. Uh, do you ever meet anyone that pronounces it Greenwich Village? You know they're not from town. <laughs> no, but you get a lot of. Or people they never went to school. If you say if you say the village, they'll be like East or West Village. I'm like, no, there is no West Village. It's oh, really? either the East Village or Greenwich Village. Greenwich Village is the West Village. Do people oh. say that? Yeah, you get a lot. They call it the West Village. Oh gosh, townies, out of townies. <laughs> Uh, what famous concert Poof. hall was restored in the 1980s after Isaac Stern and a group of music lovers fought to save it? Uh, not Radio City. It's uh, You still have hints that you've never used. Uh, Lincoln Center. Carnegie Hall opened in 1991. Ah, thought it was Lincoln Center. It's all right. These are good questions, though. I try to 
cultivate ones that we haven't used before. It gets tough after a while. But it's just such a colorful apple. How many, uh, what was the question about population I heard you guys talking about when I was regaining? Yeah, the answer came up 8 million. I didn't know that was uh, comprised of all the boroughs, though. I questioned that one. Um, but hmm. 8 million seems to be the number. Matthew says that it is, in fact, all five boroughs. That's according to funtrivia.com. Mm-hmm. I don't know how accurate it is. The most trusted website in America. <laughs> okay, this one's a difficult one. How many Puerto Ricans use the N-word on a given day? <laughs> oh, my gosh. In Brooklyn. No. Uh, the, <laughs> what was the, the population Empire, again? The eight population million. is 8 so million. The there's Puerto your Ricans. answer. I was off, too. I remember one time on the show we did Florida-New York trivia, and the question was uh, the population of Miami, and I thought it was like 7 million or something, and it, it was like nowhere close to that. What is it, like 5 no, it wasn't even high. It was uh, oh, like four four hundred and sixty three thousand. Right. And I was like, really, Miami? It doesn't even have a million people in it. Yeah, Maybe it's not it's, that big. I guess mm-hmm. not. It's all like scattered. Right. So much three for, water all around. Three for four. Question number eight is: The Empire State Building is one of New York's best loved landmarks. It was built in 1930 and was completed in just over a year, which is pretty impressive for 1930. It cost $24 million to build. How many floors does it have? Oh, God, into the top of it. Ooh. Say again. How many floors, quando flores, does the Empire State Building have? Ah. 100. This is like how many dimples are on a golf ball. I can give you a hint because this is a bit of a trick question because the floor numbers have changed over the years, believe it or not, due to airships using it for docking in the early days. That was abandoned and more floors were added. Uh, So it's kind of a a dose pot. I I haven't been to the top of that building since like 1989. Um, Oh, sleepless in Seattle. Oh, Meg Ryan. I'll say 130. Uh, Thanks. The answer is actually 102 flaws. 102, yeah. That sounds more practical. If I'm not mistaken. It is a tough question, though. When the uh, building first opened, air oh. and it turned out to be difficult, so this idea was abandoned. But the public observatory on the 86th floor happened, and uh, 73 elevators were installed. Um, so the jury oh. could cluster a minute, and um, hmm. they kind of knocked off some of the, added some of the floors due to the airship. It's kind of I don't interesting. do observation decks anymore. I remember going to uh, the top of the World Trade Center you know, back in, I think it was like 95. Um, and I'm looking around, and I could tolerate it back then. But I hate heights now. I don't do heights. I can't. I have not been at oh, the do. top of oh. World Trade Center 1 with Freedom Tower. I still oh, really don't gosh. know what we've solidified as... Uh, oh my gosh! Answer to what we're calling that building, but oh uh, my gosh, I don't think no, we have. I can't. I can't go to the top of that. I'd love to see the Burj Khalifa. No way in hell you get me to the top oh. of that. No, no. Oh, oh my That's gosh! The tallest in the world, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. I think no, I it saw it from no. Dubai Airport, no. but it was so far away. It looked like a very, you know, cheap silhouette. I never actually facials upstairs. Dubai. 
It goes above the clouds. There's no way. It's not. It's not meant to be. He kicked a, a hell of a uh, game. Next question is. It's not uh, meant to be. <laughs> which famous New York City store was featured in the title and plot of a 1958 novella by Jim Capote, and a classic 1961 film starring Audrey Hepburn? The name of the store, please. Is Tiffany's. It's actually 7-Eleven. Uh, wait, no, that was breakfast at Habib's. No, Tiffany. Yes, Tiffany, of course. That, that's it, yes. Right. Four, it. Okay. Now here, I love the, I love the snortles. Uh, it, it, one more question. If you get this right, you tie the game and go into the final bonus round where you can take it, or if you lose this next question. Uh, I've got a few wrong. I'm going to need redemption. You still have... Go for it. You oh, still have... wow. Two hits reserved, by the way. Oh, this is okay. interessant. Okay. Oh, this is interessant. Where does the term Big Apple originate from? That's the That's best one you've asked all night. I think so. I the Big Apple coined by... Buy your apple pie. Maybe uh, Lewis and Clark perhaps coined that phrase. The no. Big Apple. Stop it. I would, I would actually use your hint on this. Yeah, this I'm going to need a hint. That's a tough most, one. It's the most difficult one in the, in the game, and unless you're an obnoxious person, you shouldn't know this answer unless you're right. like, well, actually, um, uh, uh, to be honest, uh, the phrase was originated from... Um, it was supposed to be the, the giant... Uh, grape at first. The turkey. <laughs> okay, I, I will give you the hint. You have hmm. two hints, so if this one doesn't cut it, you can actually ask for another hint. But the hint will be multiple choice. And the correct okay. answer of how, where this uh, term originated from. Okay. Okay. Oh, wow. Was it used in the 1909 book The Wayfarer in New York by Edward Martin? <laughs> My grandfather's name. Maybe sure. Was it no. was it used because of the ah! large fruitless ah! apples that grow within the city's five boroughs, mm-hmm. or was it coined by a cigarette company in the early thirties? I want to say no sleep till! Lucky Strike or Pall Mall had something to do with it. <clears throat> I'm going to say cigarettes. The answer is actually the 1909 book The Wayfarer in New York by Edward S. Martin. Nobody, nobody would know that question. No, but it was almost like practically given, and that's why I, I didn't, I've never read the book. Oh, um, yes. I've never even heard of it. It makes the most sense. There's not a whole lot of apple orchards left in Central Park, if there are any left at all. Um... But no, that didn't come to mind. Uh, one more final question, because I had one oh, more yes. reserved, and it's a fun one. I'd like to ask. Oh, yes. Uh, this zoo, which you can view uh, by taking the Bengali Express, has over 6,000 animals on 265 acres. You can oh, take a ride of the camel, and it actually houses the most animals in the oh, United shit. States. Oh, my gosh. Pretty cool, actually. Oh, I've never my gosh. been there, but it's pretty amazing. That's awesome. 6,000? 
6,000 animals on oh 265 acres. Oh, 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 my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Camel, which is the you know, life get out jelly of here. Like in the snow. Before we do this final question, remind me uh, to bring up Disney, because John was just there. There was one thing I wanted to talk about with Disney. So okay. That'll segue. Oh, all right. All right. So what's the last question? Uh, which zoo... House oh, which zoo? Oh, that was an actual. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, it's Park zoo. Oh, no, Bronx Zoo. Bronx Zoo. Bronx zoo. The Bronx Zoo is correct, and it sits on uh, 265 acres, which is incredible to think uh, that kind of preserve is located in the Bronx. You know, a couple of months ago, I don't know why, but I pulled in there and I was like, yeah, maybe I'll take a trip. It's been oh. a day in the Pulled out of the parking lot. I was like, nah, I changed my mind. I don't want to go. Another time. Maybe so we could find all animals that like can survive the fucking freezing cold. Uh, they like go inside. They have caves with fire. It looks yeah. like on their website they they have indoor and outdoor for when it's like uh, chilly, willy. Yeah. I was gonna say. I didn't catch African the question right away. You said something about the Bengali Express. I was like, wait, are you talking about a place that just opened up? Yeah. What is the Bengali Express anyway? Spenjali. I thought that's what you just said. Spenjali. No, they um, have brew at the zoo there, too, which they do at the L.A. Zoo, which you go at nighttime and you get drunk, and there's bands playing, and you walk around. It's actually Hell pretty yes. cool. Um, but that was New York trivia. That was the 10th time we've done that. We will continue to try to uh, chomp the maestro with future Good quizzes. Good job tonight. I got beat that up was a that. difficult one. That was a difficult one. Yeah, that was any history buff, not necessarily native New Yorker would know. Right. Right. We're, I'm running out of questions. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's plenty. There's plenty in there. There's plenty in there. There's a whole lot of neighborhoods, a whole lot of highways, and a whole Inter- lot of tales. Interesting fact. Do you guys know what the f- real name of the Statue of Liberty is? Like, uh, the actual official Maybe name? Liberty? Oh, Isn't it like Helen? No, it's uh, like the official Joyce. name that France gave it when they gifted it to us is... Liberty Enlightening the World is the name of the statue. But who are we to take after to do what the French tells us to do? It's Statue right. of Liberty. Right. Uh, li- li- what was it? it? God li- of Liberty Enlightening the World. doesn't really have the same ring to it. Liberty no. Enlightening the World. What, Wasn't it bronze originally? I think they meant it to be like liberating and lighting the world. Yeah, it was bronze. But it's like if uh, you leave a penny out in the rain. Mm. Oh, oh yeah what was the Disney thing you wanted us to remind you of I don't so want to there's a new ride oh, yeah. well I don't know if it's really a ride I mean they, they, it's actually a lot of rides multiple rides rides meaning you know the uh, colloquial term for a car but it has me very interested I wonder if John might have seen it so there is I guess an exhibit in Disney and for 135 bucks you can drive an amphicar, which I've always wanted to do. What, what is that? The amphicar, it was made back in the 60s. The amphicar 770, I think, was the model. Between like 1963 and 1968, I believe. Oh, wow. And it was a little tiny amphibious car. It had like a 38-horsepower oh. four-cylinder engine, but yeah, you could is. drive it in the water. I remember uh, this made national news, I think, maybe... 10, 12 years ago, 
maybe even longer oh, than that. Oh yeah, they're like these tight little. Oh, and they can go in the water. Yeah, and they made them in the '60s. I think it was a German car, if I remember correctly. Uh, so I guess Disney bought a whole bunch up. They're worth a fortune. A uh, car like that swims. Between like sixty and ninety, sometimes even a hundred grand if they're in perfectly good shape. What's the name of the car again? Amphicar, Amphicar. like amphibian. Get it? Because it can go yeah. into the water. Is that the kind? That's the kind that um, Lyndon Johnson had. Clever girl. Yeah, he, there's a picture of him driving one somewhere. Yeah, he had one. Wait, you can you can ride these for 135 bucks? That's amazing. Yeah, where? A whole bunch of. Them. I guess Disney bought up a bunch, and you can drive them. You drive wow. them into the water. Oh my God! Can you imagine? Somebody cool I remember sand. got stuck. I don't know how safe they are. So They're you, not good. Because boats yeah. suck as it is, and you know, <laughs> yeah, our uh, boat is going to suck even more. They had, they had to be rescued. Yeah, you'd want to keep like oars in your trunk. Because I remember oars. on the Delaware River in uh, New Hope, Pennsylvania, there was this made national news. Ooh, these people got stuck uh, in between New Jersey and Pennsylvania, Ooh-ho. waiting for a helicopter to get the para or not para rescue them, but um. Medivac, I don't know, right. whatever. They had, Helicopter. To, they had to get oh, them wow. out of there. Yeah. Idiots. From an the amp, car from was an like stuck car? in the river for a while. Yeah, the thing just stalled out and they got stuck. Because like salt water, even like salt air, just eats at whatever makes a car or boat work. Yes. Oh, yes. you're right. It's on the That's news. Funny. It's uh, it's actually on YouTube. There's like a ton of videos on that. And it just slowly yeah. burns everything. <laughs> right. That's why when I lived in Little Rock, they said this is the best place to buy an old car because there's no rust. There's no salty air. It's like a step up ah, from a duck boat. It's just it's like moisture. a duck boat. Mm. But they're pretty cool. I mean, I would like to have one if I had the. Oh, they're awesome, man. If I Dude. had disposable. I mean, as a ride, I would love to, to drive one down there and put it on my blog. Maybe even do a, a vlog. Biscardi, would oh, you yeah. be able, like, do you know enough to, like, would you, like, like restore, uh, like, an old shitty one? I piece saw there was one for, like, over, 20 like, grand. Yeah. I wouldn't know where to start with that car. I mean, you're talking probably very unique tools that you would need. Oh, yeah. Just, I would think, um, you yeah, probably cause... need, like, little tiny metric tools. Yeah, that uh, only are for that car. Um, to find the parts... I wouldn't even know where. I, I bet you would be in so over your head yeah. with oh, yeah. the investment with that you'd have to put in just to fix one up. Uh, that tools that like don't exist anymore. So you have to like track yeah, them down I, in another country from some convict. <laughs> right. Um, but I mean, it would be cool. I, I'd like to have one. But yeah, they are worth a lot of money because there's bet. not that many. And they never really, I mean, this was technology in the 60s. Oh my Can you God. imagine? I, I don't understand why we don't have similar cars now with the technology that we have. Oh, we could. That could do that. Do you know what the most expensive car ever sold was? I'm going to say the Bugatti Royale. Uh, well, in an auction. Um, the, the 1954 Mercedes-Benz W196R Silver Arrow sold for $29 million in 2013. The next one was a 67 Ferrari 275 GTB Spider for $27 million. Can you imagine spending that much money on a car? Yeah, on a car. I mean, I, I love cars as much as the next guy, but something but, like that should be kept in a museum. If you can afford to buy that and, and you 
you buy a car that expensive. It's like, I don't mean to sound like the bleeding heart liberal or anything, but with all the p children starving in the world, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, I know. That's gross. That? That's like, yeah. there's a line and that one, that's crossing it. Right. But that's it, crossing. at the end of the day, it's just a car. Like, it could right, get sold. four wheels. Like it's, right. It's, it's, it's something that I think should, if it's worth that much, put it in a museum. Yeah, right. It should be in a museum. It should be in a museum. But like I've take all seen, the parts out underneath and use them. Right. I've seen four out of the forty-seven remaining Tuckers in the world. Tuckers. Uh, that's a pretty amazing Tuckers. I gotta look that up. I have no idea what Tucker. that is. Uh, uh, not Jeff Bridges. The Lebowski. Which which Bridges was that? Uh, Jeff. Jeff Bridges. Excuse me. Oh, a Tucker uh, forty-eight. Yeah, he played Preston Tucker. I think the movie's from like 89 or 90 or something. Oh, these are sharp yeah, looking cars. It's funny when you type out. in Tucker Carr. Carlson. Comes it's up. so close. Tucker Carlson. <laughs> Google. A Tucker Carr today is worth anywhere between 1.127 million to it just keeps going up. Yeah, Tucker it 48. Failed. It was a failed project. Like like the uh, like the Edzo or the Studebaker. Right. But those aren't that valuable. You can get an Edsel Studebaker. still. Uh, is that the best name for a car? What is the best car name? Studebaker. Studebaker. I like Rolls yeah, Royce. Piece of junk, but you're right. It is. I always thought that too. It's a cool. It sounds Rolls like a Royce. Name, yeah. Piece of junk. I always thought Rolls Royce too. Yeah, Studebaker. Yeah, Rolls, Rolls, Rolls Royce. Cool. Studebaker. This was funny. So I got, <laughs> I got through to uh, a finance manager from a robocall asking me about my Fiat that I haven't owned since July. Years. Right. So I can't keep these calls off. I just I can't do it. Mm. They're, they're out of control. Finally, I just said, all right, you know what? Uh, I'm not going to tell them to take me off the list. I'm, an, I'm always trying to get a callback number from these guys. I want to know how to reach these guys. So first I get the uh, Bengali woman who, uh, with her broken English, patches me through. Sven Jolly. Yeah, she um, she patches me through to the agent. So they have, uh, they call you, they work the, they're like the pawns, the and then the pawn sends you to the next yeah. guy. Tentacle. And then the agent, I, he's like, well, ho hello, Mr. Biscardi, sir. Uh, so here's some of uh, the numbers that we can give you. I said, gee... I got to tell you, and he said his name was Rex or something like that. I thought his name was fake. They probably always come up with a fake name. Rex. Rex. Short yeah. for Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he's going through all these numbers, and I just said, ah, I'll tell you, Rex, I really got to think about that one. Tell you what, I, I got him written down here. Why don't you give me a number? I can give you a call back after I uh, pick the right plan for me. Oh, well, as we said, sir, uh, we don't offer callbacks. Uh, until you buy, because uh, we're afraid, yeah. you know, we have to protect our investment. Otherwise, you know, people might decide to call us when they need a warranty after the car breaks. Sometimes like, I'll, like, if I'm dealing with someone who has a weird slick. name, I'll, I'll do the overuse of, of their name. You know, uh, Rex, we need to, <laughs> Rex, we need to focus hey, here, Rex. You need to help me. I want my money back, Rex. Rex. Now level with me, Rex. Yeah, Rex. Rex. <laughs> Rex. Level. Rex. Don't, don't hit that dial. Rex. Don't fuck me, Focus. Rex. Don't you fuck Rex. me. So he gets me to the next guy after I, I'm still crunching the numbers in my head, which I'm really not doing. 
and he takes he sends me off to Gilbert, his finance manager, to Gilbert. see if Gilbert. Godfrey. Another one. So Gilbert over talks over. to me, and he goes, "Well, hello, Mr. Biscardi, it's been brought to my attention. Uh, you have some questions about the dollars and cents, and well, let me ask you, uh, when was the last time that?" Um, that you drove your car and said to yourself, you know, he's putting some scenario in my head and said, gee, I sure wish I had an extended warranty. Uh, Mr. Biscardi, is this your first Fiat BMW? I said, I'm, I'm oh, sorry, sir. Gosh. Yeah, I played real dumb. I had like an aw shucks voice. Yes, yes. Uh, uh yeah. Um, no. Sorry, sir. sir. Yeah. Why? BMW Fiat? Well, yes, sir. You know, cause BMW and Fiat are the same corporation. But, wow, I didn't know that. But they are, but they're not. Oh, but they're uh, not. Oh. And I said, uh, but they're not. But but you said Fiat and BMW. Uh, yes, sir. Not the same company, the same corporation, like Jeep, and Chrysler and uh, Dodge. I'm thinking to myself, and Fiat. And Fiat. But he goes. Uh, it's a very simple. I mean, I went back and forth with this oh guy until finally goes. God. It's a very this guy simple lost question. You. Have you ever owned a BMW Fiat? Oh uh, I, I said I, I owned a Fiat. As you you owned. So we just wasted 15 minutes of time here, and finally I broke character, and I said, <laughs> "Oh, and this was this was the straw that broke the camel's back for me." I got pissed off here. He goes. So you don't own the car anymore, and you don't know anything about cars. And I said, hmm, hey, Slick. Yeah, right. With talking right now. To I owned a Fiat. I don't own it anymore. Fiat and BMW are not the same company. Fiat is owned. Um, Fiat owns Chrysler. That's why the Fiat Chrysler Automobiles. I know I had one. I wrote a blog on it. I had stock in it. I you don't know shit on. about cars, and I hung up on it. But, yeah, um, good for you. You didn't sound uh, like you did. But before, I... Um, I hung up. I also made a point of saying, well, here's what I did. I added up all the time that I've spent answering calls from you guys for the two-second calls before you guys hang up on me or I hang up on you. And I added that all up. And I said, you know what? This time, I'm going to take all that time and apply it to you so you can see what it's like to have your time wasted. And the guy's like, oh, so that's the math numbers that you were talking about. Uh, so it's just so obvious oh they're all because they were trying to represent themselves as being part of Fiat, but full of shit. Obviously they weren't because, which I knew anyway. But BMW is not owned by Fiat. Wow, he really tried to pull a fast one. He doesn't know who he's fucking with. And then, and only then, will there be a fair exchange of sex and discounts. <laughs> right. I love. I love. I always love that. That sounds I know. like. Well, I'm gonna start just Better berating picture. you. That'll make you want to buy something. I'm just going to start berating you about not knowing anything about cars. I know. I was like, what yeah. a shit sales tactic. Well, I thought maybe yeah. they'd get so fed up with it that by now they would they would put the word out to all their staff, perhaps even other con warranty companies, do not call this guy. Now maybe the point will be made. Because they got nothing but time to keep calling you and asking you uh, – Hello, Mr. Biscardi, do you own your Fiat? And, uh, you know, you say, take me I off, wait. please. And, and they don't even they don't even oh, acknowledge. God. Once you say, uh, remove me, they just hang up on you. So you don't know if they really, they don't even say, oh, I'm sorry, sir, I'll make a note of that. 
And I got to the point where as soon as they called me, you know, you say hello, 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 hello. Hello, may I speak? <laughs> hello. Because the robocalls got to call you first um, and then yes, 20 please. seconds um, later. Right. It like lets them know that you're on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, what, 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 yeah, what, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? So uh, if you say. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Yes, I'd like to speak to your supervisor. I was doing that for a while, going straight to the supervisor question. Like, hello, Ooh. may I speak to your supervisor, please? Power. Click. And sometimes they would say, I'm sorry, sir, we don't have a supervisor. One guy said, yes, sir, one moment. Hi, how you doing? Oh. Yes, but speak to your supervisor. I am the supervisor. I'm like, oh, that was good. That was really good there, Mark. But I want your yeah, supervisor. Great <laughs> right. <laughs> nice try. And one Mark. guy, I think I told you this on a prior show, the guy who uh, I, I guess I I got a robocall and it was a recording and I hit oh, two right. removed me from the list, but instead it patched me through to somebody and said, take me off your list. He goes, Fuck you, and hangs up. Yeah, who does that? I mean, these aren't legit businesses. Oh, yeah. No, they're not. They deserve they to be berated. Be caught, Looks like they're close to the high score Donkey Kong. It's legit yeah, it's, nothing. But I thought I saw on the news, maybe one of you can uh, look it up before me, um, that there is now actually legislation passed against these robocalls. Uh, oh, my gosh. $10,000 fines or something like that. I don't know, but I'm going to look that up. Uh, yeah, here you go. The uh, by the way, there, I still don't understand the point of robocalling. It's not like let's just harass people with strange numbers to get them to do something. Yeah, a new Senate bill would hit robocallers with up to a um, ten thousand dollar fine for every call. Uh, Democrats and Republicans can agree on at least one thing: the spam robocall situation has gotten out of hand. Uh, Massachusetts Senator Ed Markey and Senator John Toon. Uh, a Democrat and Republican June. introduced the bill bipartisanly on Friday that aims to ramp up, uh, they introduced it today, the penalties on illegal robocalls and stop them from reaching your phone. So, so, how, so they have to go after Google, right? Because isn't Google the one generating the numbers for these guys? Because I thought I got that out of a, a robocaller once. They said, I'm sorry, sir, we don't have a callback number. We don't have telephones here. Yeah, I'm it looks like talking to you it. from uh, a I don't know, from, from a, a special satellite with no phone. Yeah, it looks like it. And, and they're trying to uh, push it. I guess there's already a $1,500 fine in place, but they're trying to make it 10000 Yeah, and they're gonna, guys care. No, they're going to work with the uh, FCC, uh, Department of Justice, Department of Homeland Security. So they're, they're treating it like uh, Terrorism. it's, it's going to get real serious. Yeah, they're gonna yeah I want to read this legislation the next time. I get a robocall. I want to get through to a manager somehow, so I'm gonna to have to play the game again. I'm just gonna read that to him. I'm gonna read you the riot act. Oh, and this, the this part of the riot act. Right. Then you should. And and this part of the legislation is good too. Is they're actually gonna keep cell phone providers accountable, and forcing them to use call authentic authentication that filters out a legitimate call. So they're gonna require oh. uh, service providers to actually use new technology to filter out bad calls, which they I'm should sure be they're doing. pissed about that. Yeah. Okay. Right. It really Fuck. gets to the point that a lot of people, I don't first of all get a lot of calls. Hire some nerds. Texts, but it was getting to the point where anytime I saw a New York City area code, I figured it wasn't a real person. Um, oh, right. And one time. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> this was kind of funny. One time, 
one time I get a call and I just went silent, you know, because I'm waiting for them to say, hello. Hello. May I speak to? It and, is funny. Uh, I do like fucking so, with them. It just paused and paused and paused and uh, nobody mi- picked up. So them. I hung up and then the same number called me back. And I went, oh, that doesn't happen usually. Same oh. thing. Pause, pause. And then uh, I get a text message from this number. It was a contact that I didn't have saved. Uh, it uh. was actually, um, at the time, I was trying to think about going to the Coast Guard Reserve. It was a recruiter, actually. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I'd say, oh, yeah, it's, something's up with my phone, my volume. Can you hear me now? I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on. Oh, yeah, what's happening. <laughs> but the point is I normally would assume that if I saw somebody who had the same uh, area code as me, who called me if I don't have you saved as a contact chances are I just now assume a robocall because that's just, all they are it's so weird that our phones right. don't come up as a name even if it's not saved in our stupid phone our phones should be able to understand yeah. who your number is listed as yeah right. I don't get that or either. registered as or whatever yeah it's it's so stupid if you don't it's have weird. a name it's like call- Caller ID, we had that in like 1997. You used to tell me cell yeah. phones can't do that on a phone. It has to be out there. It's out there. I, they do say like, Gosh. I, I do like when the iPhone, somebody calls you and it's like, might be this person if you have like an email or something from them. Or that like kind of helps. Scam likely. Right. Yeah, so I, I get, get that scam one likely all the ten time. times a day. Yeah. Poppy cash. It's just amazing. A lot of these Preston Tucker come from Washington D.C. So legit, like it's the government calling me. Yeah, I get oh, like Cumberland, right. Maryland, and like Paris, Texas, and like Virginia and Minnesota. It's like I don't know a damn person in these places. I get right. Mesa, Arizona. Nothing yeah, I've got in Arizona for me. I'm not connected to Arizona in any way. So wow. I never. Yeah, answer. I'm not either. Nothing. It's amazing. What are they, what's the point of robocallers? Like, what happens if you answer? Do they just and hang I'll up on you, you? I've gotten calls back. Usually if you call the number back, um, the number cannot be completed as dialed or whatever. But I think every now and then, the number is a legit number, but it'll send you to somebody who actually has a number. I've gotten calls. Hello, I received a phone call from this number. I'm just returning the call. I, I got that on somebody's phone. I'm like, I never called this guy, but he had a similar number to me. And I said, "Oh, uh, really? Yeah." So I said, "Up, oh, the bots are getting a little more advanced now." Dude, that's messed up to use someone yeah. else's number. If I got calls that was like, "Hey, you just called me like a bunch of times a day," I'd I'd be pissed. Yeah. I, I don't even know how that technology is possible to change your number to appear if it's already a registered number. I, I I still don't know how that how scam artists have made that technology available to them. I mean, I, I wish I had that technology for pranks. <laughs> but I do have. I do have that technology for emails. There is a website you can send an email from any email address you'd like. Oh, I love that. I'll send that to you privately. I won't announce that on the air, but if you ever really want to... Sidebar that one, yeah. Yeah. You can, you can, I can legit send an email from MikeBiscardi at AOL.com. Oh, I think that's your email. Today. And it would go through as that. And, it, and if somebody replied, it would go to that person's email. It's, it's a very oh, unknown thing. But if you ever want to fuck with somebody... Oh, I love it. I can already think of people that I want to... I love it. But yeah. Starting with con artists in uh, Hollywood. Well, not really Hollywood, but fake Hollywood con artists. I know they're out there. and uh, Every now and then I still get like friend requests on or followers from Instagram. And, and uh, you know, the, the, oh, yeah, yeah. Producers, both, you know, cheap actors, 
Hollywood con artists. They want to be actors, but they pretend like they're producers and directors. Yeah, I'm a producer. Sir, it says you live in Cumberland, Florida. <laughs> That's not really a mecca for entertainment. No, I'm producing. I, uh, I am producing stuff. Sir, are you, are you a con artist? Kind of like a, a guy who used to live in Wasn't he uh, the... Yeah, the modeling agent of Tampa Bay area. Yeah, that, that's where that's what I'm. Guy. <laughs> that's what I'm referencing. That that guy. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm t- sir. You have a Hollywood sign on your website. Are you? Have you been to Los Angeles? Oh, Hollywood, Florida. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's not really the same. Yeah, but um, there's a, but the robocalling needs to stop. Right, that's legislation. No, nobody. Not one senator or congressman is going to oppose that. No, I, I'm all about a free market and laissez-faire, but we we got to put the hands on this one. This is out of control. It's out of control. It's I mean, I can't imagine them actually suckering anybody because you uh, you would think they'd all go out of business. They can't afford to pay these uh, call the call center people forever no. because they're not making they're not writing any business. But the call center people are people who work on the cheap, way below the American minimum wage, because they're off in New Delhi or somewhere, right? and uh, they're cheap labor. It's ineffective. Just any like any phone-based company is ineffective now. It's not 1998 where you call people. People don't answer their phones anymore. People don't even have house phones. They have cell phones, and if you get through, it's, it's obnoxious. I agree. Where did you go for a beer tonight where you saw that gentleman? Was it, did you have food there? I'm curious what your dinner was. Something no, I, I, I stopped eating there, so I won't plug it because I don't want to say oh. bad. Uh, but I didn't. I just don't eat the food there. It's a little too expensive. Ugh, and not you're good. not getting a whole lot of. Um, you just not get much for you. You're not getting bang for your buck. Let's just leave it at that. I'm not going to say the food is bad. Uh, I'll just say, yeah, it's not really worth the money. But it's a uh, great place to get a drink because there's good people there. Uh, there was an article. I want to ask you if you've been to any of these places. There was an article recently on Time Out that listed the best uh, 100 best. I'm not going to read 100, but the 100 best restaurants in New York that you need to try out. And uh, they're based on um, under the radar kind of gems. Mm-hmm. I want to see if you ever heard of any of these places. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ele- 11 Madison Park. It's. Uh, Best in world status and closing shop for spiffy redesign. And uh, this Gramercy treasure um, returned with a bang. And the eight to ten course format, it's like exclusive, I guess. Ten courses, which is ridiculous. Um, Spotlights, uh, savory black and white cookies, which apparently are good, which I don't know. Savory black and white. I don't know what that means. uh, they just what do they put salt and sugar on them? Together? Yeah, it sounds disgusting, actually. Weird. Uh, I don't know it, but um, seems kind of bizarre. I love, I love Gramercy. It's one of my favorite parts of the city, so maybe I'll. Where is Gramercy? It is on the east side in the twenties. Oh. Uh, one forty-two Orchard Street has a place called Wild Air. Uh. Which never. is inventive small plates. These are probably all hipster places that you and I would never actually go I to. I think that sounds like it's probably a Wall Street place, given yeah. the street. Uh, yes, yes, it is actually. That's exactly what it is. 
Southern style white shrimp, rich pork roulettes, crispy yeah. squid, and green onions. Yeah, that's for the wingtip three piece suits that are still left in the back. Prince, Prince Street Pizza. Now that uh, sounds like a hipster place. Yeah, it's a tiny Soho slice shop that's been slinging its bouncy thick pizza since 2012. Um, decorated with photos of celebrities inside. People that probably have never been inside, they just throw it up there. And just, like, yeah. Uh, Cat's Delicatessen. Yeah, I, I don't go there. I mean, I, Touristy? Everybody knows it. No. Um, there's really no reason. I, I just don't go to it. I just don't go. The East Village has a place called Madame Vo, which uh, has Vietnamese fare. There used to be a Vietnamese place. I haven't been there in years. It's long since closed down. It was on the west side, but, you know, it's not a cuisine that I, I have a no. whole lot. But do you, like you don't it. like Vietnamese? Yeah. No, I do. I do like it, actually, very much. Uh, the Sullivan Street Bakery at 236 Ninth Ave has pioneering bread. See, I'm not a bakery guy. I, I don't really eat sweets unless they're, like, around. I don't go out of my way to, let's go get these cupcakes. Yeah, I don't do that. At either. Magnolia. I mean, I love great bread, but I... Yeah, right. Again, that you go to a bakery if you're going to drop bread at a uh, dinner party or something like that. Otherwise, I'm just going to the supermarket. I'm not going out of my way, like you said. No. 44 perfect ounces of sliced prime beef is better than all of the ripoffs. You can go to the original Peter Luger's in Williamsburg. Uh, Too rich for my 44 ounces of beef is a lot. Yeah. That's a family uh, meal there. See, a lot of these places are like brand new. They're, they're probably not even great, but because they have names like Per Se and they have overpriced uh, yeah. Yeah. The, the people make it a thing. It's like a big I, LA thing. I just know? want to go to Rayo's. I don't even care if the food sucks. I just want to say I've eaten at Rayo's and I want to take a picture and who knows, maybe Marty and Leo will be in the table behind me. Uh, I'd love to just say, I've been to Rayo's. Rayo's. Delicioso. Yes. As you remember, we Who's called. We, yeah, we called Rayo's. We got that inevitable recording that there were no reservations for the entire year. Where's Rayo's at again? It's up in Spanish Harlem. It's a little corner place. It's not ah, okay. in, uh, you know, it's not like in. Times Square, you're going into Carmine's, which all the tourists love to talk about. Yeah, Carmine's. Oh, they're giving you all this right. big stuff. And all. No, this is a small place that's very famous. Some people say that Rayo's is overrated, but it's really? a club. I mean, you're going there because the uh, experience. Yeah, you're going there because it's a timeshare of a table. That's essentially what it is. These guys who own the tables or rent the tables, they pay monthly, annually, I don't know, whatever, how much. But they're New York's well-to-do people, and they have a timeshare table. Spark Steakhouse. Been there, never ate. I just got a couple of drinks. I think I may have even talked about this on a show. I was there a couple of years ago for... I think uh, you did. Yeah, I think I talked about it. I was there. Last time I was there was on a New Year's. Took Pretty good spot, though. Yeah, it is, but I remember talking with a guy next to me. There was another young couple, young kid, and we're talking about New York. We're talking about Jersey. And, um, you know, famous places that we've both been to. And we both say, yeah, I don't really come to these places. Way too rich for my blood. Which too is. rich. Yeah. 
Carmine. But I remember over, the guy, who, the bartender who worked at Sparks, told me about a place that was by me on Staten Island, uh, which was oh. really good. Yeah, the, the wife and I took him up on that. He said, "Yeah, I, I, I live around there, and it's a great Italian place, and it really was." Is uh, Carmine's overrated? It's not making any. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't go there because I don't go. You know, dining out with twelve people. Right. Who does? Uh, It's a tourist trap. I I don't like that part of town. All these places are very expensive. Scalini Fideli in Tribeca has a marvelous Italian cuisine, top notch, served with lovely traditional settings, uh, excluding old Europe vibes. See, when I eat Italian food, I want the old Europe vibes. I want to feel like a smoky joint. Yes. Don Pepe, South Ozone Park. I don't know where that is. Wasn't that an entourage? Wasn't he trying to bring a Don Pepe's out to L.A.? Uh, yeah, I believe you're right, yes. River Cafe in Dumbo. Um, uh, no, that's in Brooklyn Heights, actually. Uh, oh. It's, well, there... And I have been there. That was my graduation from high school present. Really? It's really my right there on the said, river. It's it's down under the, the Brooklyn Bridge, literally. Um, I used to live around the corner from it, too. Um, oh, yeah. Place looks beautiful. When I graduated high school, view. my father asked me, you get one or two things. We'll either take you to the River Cafe or any restaurant you want in New York. But, you know, he recommended the cafe, and I said yes. Or I I'd get a graduation party. I chose the River Cafe. I don't think there's a restaurant with better views of the city. Is what no, the site is saying. It's, it's on a barge. You're literally wow. underneath the Brooklyn Bridge. They shot a Sopranos episode, I remember there. If you, uh, You're right. I remember every single Sopranos episode. With Polly Walnuts? And yeah. uh, that's yeah. it. That's where I know it from. It was during the daytime, right? Yeah. Uh, pricey? Looks pricey. I had to look at the bill, and this was back going almost two decades. Not quite, but almost two decades back. That bill, let's see, who was there that day? It was myself. So my parents took myself, my sister, and my grandmother, and I think my old wow. man was somewhere in upwards of seven hundred fifty dollars. Wow. Yeah, this you're paying for the uh, the views. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's exquisite service. I mean, they give it you. Is, a, it is they had good. a cake, a little tiny chocolate cake shaped like the Brooklyn Bridge. Wow. This yeah. place looks amazing. This is a place you go to like propose to somebody. You have all these different. Um, you have all these different. Uh, you have a captain and all these sub subordinate waiters, I guess, wait staff that work underneath him. So they're not just like busboys or runners. I mean, your your, your table is always uh, cared for. I mean, it's a great place to work. I'm sure they make a fortune. And right. I think it's like a union type of job to be a waiter there. But um, you wow. know, the service they wear tuxedos to work. Oh so, yeah. I actually remember trying to act like a big shot, and I asked this girl if she wanted to go on a date there, and the way I said it was so cheesy and corny, and I was like, yeah, listen, I got reservations at the River Cafe, this girl bailed on me, you want to go, I'll meet you down there. She, oh, oh, thanks, nice. yeah, I might have to work, I was like, ah, oh, never mind, then throw, throw it away. That's when you call out of work. I like an asshole. <laughs> I, I would have. You... No, but, I know. You know, I would have, uh, I would have, I would have taken it, it was good for the money, but good for the there money. was no actual reservation. Right. Yeah, yeah. The yes, wine list is nothing to, nothing to scoff at. It's about yeah. 18 pages of the best wines you can get. I mean, I'm talking uh, like yeah. $4,000 bottles of wine yeah. to $60 bottles, yeah. and they're all good. 
The Cab Sauvignon has uh, anywhere between fifty-eight dollars and two eighty-eight, and it's it's really really a good list here. This place looks amazing. Well, this was a it's graduation one of the few present. Places that's still jacket required. You don't find too many of those anymore. No, you don't. I like that. Yeah, it's a jacket required. Yeah, and if you don't have one, they they go. We have one in the back for you, sir. Like they did with Jack Nicholson, and it's good as it gets. Uh, what do you, Tavern on the Green is another one on the list. What do you, what's your policy on that? I've actually never been. Goes down as overrated. Uh, I've I've never. Been is it overrated? There. That's people what people just want to say. say. Tavern on the Green. Yeah, again, it's union job for the waiters that are there. So a lot of uh, aspiring yeah. actors who have to wait tables or they try to work there. It's good. Yeah. I've been to the Boathouse. But no, I've, I've never been to Tavern on the Green, and I don't care. If I, I, I would go, but I, I'd have to be invited and not have to pay for it, which right. nobody asks me to places like that. Is Tavern on the Green in, in Ghostbusters, again, with that reference, was that also the one that Rick Might Moranis be, ran into? Yeah, I don't remember. Possibly. I have to remember the scene. Best restaurant on uh, Mulberry Street in Little Italy? God, what's left is... Uh, Umberto's is still there. Um, That's making the list here with. Uh, yeah, I'd say Umberto's probably. Yeah, uh, looks like there's a few, but th- th- there are all these new. Nate, there are all, a lot of bakeries are on this list. Which I want to know. Aunt Jake's, NYC, Angelo's of Mulberry Street. Oh, I've been to Angelo's. I used to go there a lot when I was actually. I remember we used to cut school and go to Angelo's sometimes. Oh yeah, that was, yeah. A, that was the uh, the the meatball story. I remember. Oh, that's right. I, I but I heard ball. that place I was there. also um, closed down and maybe reopened. I don't know. That's all right. Uh, Pisano, Pisano of Pisano, Mulberry Street. Uh, know that one. That's El Piccolo Buffalo. Piccolo Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, Puglia restaurant, uh, La Nona restaurant, De Janeiro restaurant. A lot of Italian names, obviously. Patsy's is a good one. There's a couple of those still. Luna? Yeah, there's a lot on this list, but it's good. It's a good list. Uh, the, that uh, River Cafe, though, I'm still looking at that wine list. It's pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah, I remember living around the corner. I was on, you know, this was back when I was on Clark Street. Clark Street. No and, shit. Uh, I'd walk and, like, you know, I, I'm too broke. I spend all my money on rent. I can't afford to eat there, but I wonder what they're having. I wonder what the other the other half is having. Amazing. The other half. Yeah. Clark what? Street uh, in Brooklyn. Brooklyn Heights. Looks like if you're living in Clark Street in Brooklyn, there's uh, actually a Greek and American diner there called Clark's. Very original name. Yeah, I used to go into. Uh, I'd go in there every now and then for for breakfast. It was. Um, Sounds great. Blocks up for me. Yeah, it's right at the corner of Clark and Henry. It's a good spot. Well, maybe you also went to the Iron Chef House, which is a modest Japanese eatery there, which is also was, on this. Yeah, I think that was another place, um, and they may have renamed it. I haven't lived there in. God, the last time? I, I left there in 2011. I left there before I deployed. I remember. Um, if you're in, if you're into circa 1980s Chinese food, which I don't really know what that means, you can go to the Fortune House for colorful cocktails uh, on Henry Street in Brooklyn. 
I don't know what 80s Chinese food is. I don't know what 80s Chinese food is. I remember Moonstruck. The what what was the name of the restaurant in the movie? It was uh, the Grand Ticino. Ah, which is not really an actual restaurant. It, that is a restaurant there. I don't know if it's changed names, but it's called Jack the Horse Tavern. And I actually did take a girl there on a date. Um, oh really? Yeah, but it wasn't. It's not an Italian place, and it was a nice little restaurant. But oh, you're uh, right. It's right there on Hicks Street. Mm-hmm. Still there? Good. Jack the Horse. Jack the wow, Horse. Wow, that looks Jack. like a cool place. That was a moonstruck. Yeah, and so I, I remember coming back from Afghanistan. I took this girl. I actually really liked it. We, that was it. That was the first and last time I saw her. Wow. They have, yeah, uh, I took this girl from Bath Beach over there. They have a nice oyster room there. $1 oysters from five. I'm going to email them for podcast sponsorship. I'm sure my wife would like it if I took her there because I met my wife shortly after I took this girl on a date that I never saw again. But, uh, well, the place is a shithole apparently, so no, I can't back that up. But they do have they do have dollar oysters until seven. Yeah, I, I remember it had a raw bar. Yeah, it was all right, but I, I liked the Grand Ticino, which was, you know looked like a Little Italy type of restaurant, but it was in Brooklyn Heights. So. The Grand Ticino? Yeah, I just remember the little... Yeah, hey, Bobo. Signor oh, Castelli, yeah, you yeah, right. Grant Chino. Got a good got a good review here on the New York Times. What's on the menu there, you ask out there? If you go to Grant Chino, you can also check out uh it looks like they have pretty much everything, but the one that's getting the raves here is the um Oh, that is a real restaurant. Where is it? Uh this restaurant is in their website's a little dated. Mm. Uh, Ranticino. I didn't know what it was. Oh, it's not, it's not a real restaurant. Oh, okay. No, somebody, some loser made a website with the restaurant. Oh, my God. Wow. It's like, somebody it's like themed stuff. like the 80s, like the movie, but it's, yeah. yeah, it's pretty bad. Oh, wow. I gotta see that. Yeah. That's funny. Pretty weak. What was the Mustang bar used to go to on the Upper East Side? Oh, the Mustang Grill, yeah, that closed down. That closed, yeah. right? It did, yeah, 85th and 2nd. What's the most uh, overrated restaurant that you've been to in New York? Would you say it was... Uh... Mm. Overrated. That I've been to. The, the Plaza Hotel? Nah, that's always good. To... It's good, right? Well, and it's gone now, but uh, the Oak right. Bar... Um, you know, it was a good experience to say you went there and had a $5 cup of coffee, no free refill. Who owns the plaza now? Is it some chic? Uh, yeah, and I think they probably made, it's co-op now, I guess. It's not a hotel. Right, it's like Um, mixed use. Overrated. Hold on one second. Think about that one. I would say maybe the most overrated place that I've been to. McDonald's. Conley's. I don't see the big deal. It's not oh, bad, yeah. but I'm like, okay. It's eh. it's not Irish. It's fake Irish. Um, if you go to uh, some of these restaurants, though, it looks like the big thing in some of these uh 
gentrified neighborhoods or these like hipster kind of decor, which I don't, I don't know. I think it's just a big fad. That's a big thing in LA too. It's like, oh, you got to go to this place. They have uh, gluten-free uh, s'mores that they cook. It's like, yeah, but it, why is this twelve bucks? I don't. It's not enough to bring me out of the house to go there. I think people just like saying it's like a trendy kind of place, but it's it's really just shit. You know, I could I could put together a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and be like, yeah, but we we cooked it with grain-free yeah, uh, fryers. I used to work the clubs, and one of them, of course, uh, I'm not trying to trash it or anything. But trash it. And the Dream Hotel, which was, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, a hipster hotel. Yeah. Uh, right. That some people, some rich people lived. I remember John Popper. He was in there all the time. I assume maybe he lived there. I don't know if he does. Oh, but, surprised uh, he has any money left. But uh, I couldn't understand living in a hotel, no matter how extravagant it was. I wouldn't want to live in a hotel, no. but people do. So, um, working upstairs in the in the club, it was great. You had a beautiful view of the city, but it's like really, you know, five hundred dollar bottle service just to have a view of the city. It's like, well, you know what I will do if I have that kind of money to piss around. I'll just go rent an apartment or buy a co op where I can have my own view and host right. my own parties. Yeah, wouldn't you rather do that? Right, than pay an eight thousand dollar bar tab, which. A lot of these hipster kids, that's what they would rack up, and the parents had to... Yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. By the, the, the way, parents you Sometimes bet... would have to pay the credit card bill. Which they usually do. Which they did, yeah. I said sometimes, but nine out of ten times, yeah. You mentioned the Sopranos. Do you know where the Vesuvio restaurant was? Uh, in the Oranges? Wasn't that in the Oranges? Uh, looks like it's... Uh... Vesuvio was in, it was Manalo's restaurant in Elizabeth. Oh, Elizabeth. Yeah. And the only place I've been to in Elizabeth, there was a Colombian restaurant. I don't remember. Manalo. 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 I would have eaten. I mean, Elizabeth isn't really a place to dine out. No. No, it's not a place you really want to go to. The, uh, River Cafe, though, the last thing I'll mention about that, because I'm fascinated with this place. So twenty year, almost 20 years ago, between five people, it was almost $700. Mm-hmm. Now, that price would probably be somewhere between, uh, probably close to 2000 I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, that wasn't even, uh, it, at the time, it was probably about 100 bucks a head average. But um, now, yeah, who knows? And you that was about the tip. I mean, just the weddings there, according to their website... Uh, it, you can only uh, talk about it by appointment only. Like they, they, they're not fucking around with the price. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't have a, a wedding there. I, I mean, I don't think people would want to go because they would assume that if you were married there, you were invited to a wedding, you'd have to buck up some serious cash in an envelope for the wedding gift. This has to be a reservation only place. Yeah, you could probably get a maybe a seat on a Tuesday or something like that. If it was just um, yeah. a walk in. But. Yeah, this place is pretty incredible. It was listed. Uh, it's always on top of these lists as the best one of the, in the top five restaurants in New York City. Yeah, because the view is unbelievable. You can't beat it. No, I know. I own a lot of stock there. I've uh, I actually recently changed some of the menu items due to more of a. Look at my own table there. 
It's impossible. One Water Street in Brooklyn, New York. Thanks for the free plugs tonight. You're welcome, River Cafe. Yes. You're uh, here on the podcast. Yes. Podcast. And um, maybe you can remember us. Yes, please do. Give us some uh, some calm tables, uh, if you will. Uh, I do like the dress code, though. They are still required. Jackets are required Jacket. for gentlemen. Required. Ties are preferred, but jackets are required. Um, I remember I was 18 years old just thinking I was hot shit. I'm at the River Cafe. I love that. And I too casual know. is never allowed. And appropriate footwear is required. So you can't just show up there like a hipster douchebag and be like, ah, we're getting a table. My dad owns, you know, IBM. That ain't happening today. Got to start doing this. And they have valet parking. It's a tiny parking lot. And this is right under the Brooklyn Bridge? Yeah, so if you were to come off the Brooklyn Bridge from... Manhattan, and you'd loop around, you'd make the right, so you you go down Water Street, and you go all the way to the end, you just aim towards the river, and it's right there. So you look at the water, that's Water Street, and it's Speak- a barge. It's pretty amazing. Speaking of the Brooklyn Bridge, since this is a New York Minute, do you know, uh, according to untappedcities.com, there is a Cold War bomb shelter on the Manhattan side of the Brooklyn Bridge? Um that's still in place. It was a time capsule discovered in 2006 on the bridge and um, for 50 years untouched in there were water drums, medical supplies, blankets, drugs, crackers, wow. 352,000 of them sealed in watertight canisters and they're still edible. Um, and it was labeled only for use after enemy attack. So right there on the bridge, there was a bomb shelter with supplies. It's pretty incredible. That is pretty incredible. Uh, There's a little tiny red lighthouse underneath the GWB that I've only seen from the Circle Line cruise that I took once. I know it was like a college field trip or something like that. Oh, really? Take a Circle Line cruise for a political science. I don't even know how that qualified for it, but it was part of U.S. history. Oh, wow. You could write a paper on the experience and turn that in. Oh, look at that uh, thing. Yeah. So I did. It's actually called the Little Red Lighthouse. You can't see it. Unless you basically get down to the water. I mean, there's a... I don't even think there's a way to drive to it, I don't think. No, you're right. And uh, according to the website, uh, the Little Red White House um, is only... It stands on Jeffrey's Hook. It can only be reached by the eastern pier of the bridge, uh, which connects connects Washington Heights and uh, Fort Lee. Um, but the thing is tiny. Yeah, it's a little tiny one. But oh, yeah. Wow. I never noticed that. Not that I would. Yeah. I'm not really... Again, I wouldn't have known either if I hadn't taken that cruise because I'd never heard of it. That's but, pretty incredible. Uh, that was part of the tour. I was like, what is that? Wow. Uh, another fact about the Brooklyn Bridge is there was actually going to be a shopping arcade inside the bridge, um, which was declined. But one of the designers on the Brooklyn side... Um, in 2001, uh, was trying to install a shopping center inside the bridge, but for uh, structural reasons. And um, didn't think that would work. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that was really gonna Let's happen. See, under under the Queensboro Bridge, I think it's like a TJ Maxx or something. It hasn't gone out of business, but there's a shopping market underneath the Queensboro Bridge. Oh, really? I don't really think it's part of the bridge. What's it looks like it? 
share some of the structure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here you go. TJ Maxx under the Queensboro Bridge. Uh, it has some business areas. This is the article when it opened, but it's still there. Yeah, I used to walk past it every now and then. I like a TJ Maxx. It was Max. a Bed Bath & Beyond. Clothes. Actually, I used to shop that around that area. Oh, wow. Um, one more fact about the Brooklyn Bridge. From 1901 until 1909, they had champagne and wine cellars installed under the bridge. Uh, somebody paid $5,000, which is a fucking wow. shitload of money back then, uh, to keep their wine in a vault to keep because the temperatures were stable in there and cold throughout the year that they could store them inside. Uh, and they rented that it out. That is quite a connoisseur. Yeah, five thousand in nineteen oh nine is like one hundred fifty thousand today. Yeah. Well, I think about the amount of money that uh, Al Capone owed in back taxes back in nineteen twenty nine. You'd think even that that money just oh. wasn't. It didn't exist. It was, it was so like much. Twenty nine million or something. It was yeah. crazy. Two, he owed like two hundred eighty five thousand in taxes that he had to pay in in nineteen thirty two. How much was it? Two hundred eighty five thousand. That's amazing. It was worth millions of dollars that most people weren't worth. Oh, yeah. If you um, go to uh, uh, Thrillist.com, there's an article, uh, some obscure off-the-beaten-path New York things. Do you know that there's a submarine in the Coney Island Creek? Hmm. I'm trying to think if I've seen it. Uh, I would think maybe that was, was it like... Part of the Brooklyn Navy Yard, uh, well, which is up in Red Hook, but maybe they decided to take a vessel and put it in Coney Island. I didn't know that. I don't know what this is. It, it looks like. Uh, Let's have a look. Looks like it's uh, an old uh, Beatles kind of looking one, but. Oh. Yeah. Coney Island submarine. It's a yellow submarine, actually, ironically. But it's rusted. Island. Sub. Tweet us at the underscore podcast. So any New York things you like to talk about. Um, might be time to do oh, yeah, a yeah. Uh, tweet of Ask Piscardi in the next couple couple minutes and see if we get any responses on the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some of these uh, items on Thrillist.com for New York. Uh, the Frank Lloyd Wright House um, is available to see. There's a piece of the Berlin Wall which is in a, a corporate midtown public plaza, which is kind of interesting. And uh, Rockefeller Center has some hidden gems in there. So, uh, this is show. definitely not long for this world. It's like 146 years old or something. It's nothing but rust and barnacles. I've never seen this. Never it's crap. It. Uh, is Gracie Mansion still used by the mayor as a residence? Uh, that's also a good question. Used to live near it, but I never actually saw at the time it was Bloomberg when I was last up near that area, and I never saw him around there, but I'm pretty sure he did live there. But I don't believe the big dope from Park Slope lives there. Uh, yeah. Because not, I'm pretty sure he still lives in Park the Slope. The big dope from Park Slope. Nobody likes that guy. My neighbor hates him. He's not even a New Yorker. Well, he is. He's from, I guess he's from North Jersey, but he he's, he's not a fan of, uh, What's the guy's name? Um, Radbill. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks like it's still in use, but they don't... Really, I, I don't it's think, yeah, still it's, available, but they don't really use it. Right. It's not like somebody moving into the White House in Washington. Right. 
you know, most of these guys have affluent homes already. They don't need Gracie Mansion. Where but is for, Gracie Yeah, conducting business. It's on the east side. Um, so oh. Go, it's on the very far east side. And uh, when you get to York Street. It's, 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 uh, it's an old colonial looking place. 4th, 85th. No, it might even be up to almost 90th Street. Yeah. I used to live on 83rd between 1st and York. And uh, if you went up a... Uh, Oh yeah, it's Yorktown. Ten blocks or something like that. It was in Yorkville. Oh, Yorkville. Um, it looks like yeah, it's like an old colonial mansion. I mean, it's a nice looking place. A nice park. People take their dogs up there. There's a dog park. People and the dogs. The uh, bloody angle Doyer Street. Um, looks like some some wild places. Yeah, if you just Google. Uh, Listeners, secrets of New York. There's all kinds of weird shit going on in different spots you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't know. Brother I Island. Know. I just I gotta get a canoe. One hot summer Got, day has to be done. And yeah, Brother yeah. Island is uh, Typhoid Mary's uh, old spot. It's a uh, quarantine island, and it's abandoned, but it was self-sustaining. They have a factory there. Pretty interesting stuff. Now it's a bird sanctuary. Is that what it is? Yeah. I love bird sanctuary. They move the birds in. They really care. Uh, one more thing I'll mention on New York-based uh, things here is the. Uh, how familiar are you with the, uh, the subway system there? Quite, but you know, when you don't ride it for so long and you haven't been in the city, it's very perishable. Yes, I'm sure. Forgettable. Uh, underneath City Hall kind of interesting there is an abandoned Street, city, hall city hall subway yes abandoned uh subway station which is still in pristine condition it was opened in 1904 closed in 1945 and you can actually visit it now you weren't able to for years but it's at the end of the sixth train line which terminates mm-hmm. at brooklyn bridge city hall station Correct. and you can actually uh yeah take that a trip was there and see it. that was also um i believe after Superstorm Sandy, I thought that was the stop that actually oh. got flooded because the six train only went down, I think, uh, to Bowling Green, I thought. Oh. Well, wait, no. Well, maybe it was vice versa. Maybe Bowling Green actually got wiped out. One Bowling of them got Green. busted up really bad. Uh, it may have even been on the five line. The six line stops in downtown Manhattan. If you want to go to Brooklyn, you have to take a four or five train. The four or five train. Well, one of them got wiped out in Sandy. I know that. Oh, it, shit. O- it only opened a couple of years ago. There was always delays in funding, of course, money. It's always about money. But yeah, I'm not oh, much of a strap hanger anymore. I don't do the subways. Yeah, you don't I'm need to. Back. You're yeah, a celebrity now. No need for that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Yorkville, have you ever eaten at Luke's Lobsters in up in the Upper East Side? I don't think I have. Or Cafe uh, Del Sachi. I haven't lived there in over 10 years. And the turnover in, in the restaurants up there were just... Oh, yeah, uh, these are all brand new. Yeah, it, they, they don't last long. Restaurants wow, they are all brand long. new. They open and close them, it looks like. Yeah, it, it's tough to keep a business open there. Heidelberg, German restaurant. Heidelberg? I've been there. Doch Schweden. Alle Kameraden! Kameraden! 
I don't think John's coming back. You want to put tonight in the W column, or do you have anything more you want to spit? You got something to spit? Spit it. All right, spit it. Uh, yeah, took on him the stay car. in history, I guess we'll just open it up. Oh, yeah. So on the stay in history, Romania joined the Axis powers in 1940. Oh, yes. Yes, good call. I mean, according to the history channel. Terrible side to be on. <laughs> oh, he's back. He's back. Should we... This day in history. Oh, I'm amazed you guys are still going. Impressive. Yeah, we were history. just about to pack it in. Well... Sorry, find me. Go Everything ahead. okay? Find me. Just Heather's just wiped from yesterday, yeah. and uh, the baby's just like she fell asleep at like a weird time, so it only uh-huh. counted like a nap, and it just pushed her bedtime back like to an unpredictable hour until I <laughs> oh, take no. over. Of course, uh, John. We were just doing news with this and this day in history. Uh, what was it, Michael? It's actually kind of a World Romania War II. Romania joined Fact. the Axis powers in 1940 on this day. Oh, wow. Who are the Axis powers? And, uh, Italy. Germany, Germany, Japan, and Italy. And Romania joined those bastards. Oh. Hmm. Which I always forget Fools. about, but I do. I did know that they were, they were part of the bad guys. Germany... Uh, I guess they. I don't know that. Uh, hold on, I lost it. I think Germany cut him a deal or something like that. Yeah, we won't kill you if you join us. <laughs> yeah. Um, and on this day, Billy the Kid was born. Speaking of New York, there's oh New York. wow, he was born on the East Side in 1859, I believe. Yes. I didn't realize Billy the Kid was a New Yorker. I don't know really anything about the man. I know he was uh, a well, gunslinger. He, he was ugly. He, he got out of the five points, I guess. The five he points. Headed west. Mrs. Bouquet, they really having that. You boys doing good here in the five pints. Hey, Bill the butcher. Pints. Nobody can look. Nobody can look in the eyes, Bill. Not when you're playing cards. Watch to find out. Hey, by the way. <laughs> speaking of uh, acting, have you guys ever seen the film Mystic River? Oh yeah, great. Movie. Okay. Great yeah. movie. I, yeah. One of my favorite. Crazy intense. But yeah. there's a scene in there, and the only way I can describe it is the best acting and the worst acting in the same time I've ever seen. And I, I love the scene. But it's when Sean Penn is picking out his daughter's grave, and his two hoodlums come up. You know, the two, like, his two, uh, like, henchmen. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, what'd you find out? He's like, the cops are finally doing the job for once. And, and then Sean Penn, the one guy. You know, he's, he's, he's looking apprehensive, and Sean Penn looks at him, and he goes, what, you got something to say? You want to spit it? Spit it. And he goes, two stadies came by Jim uh, Boyle's house. They put him in the car. They put him in the back of the car, if you know what I mean. And he's, like, rubbing his, like, goatee that's not really there. And he's, it's, it's, like, so badly overacted, but at the same time, like, I, you love it. It's great. It's a very I love that film. small part, but he's, like, they put him in the car. They put him in the back of the, back car, of the car, if you know what I mean. I feel like Sean like, Penn uh, walks that line in every yeah, sentence. Like, yeah, he didn't say it. No, he, it was somebody else's line, not him. I know, but I just remember him in that movie at times going like oh, very yeah. close to a little too. Admit what you did, Dave. Admit it. Admit what you did. Admit what you did. Admit, Admit. 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 what you did. He's got it. Right. shaking his head. Like, Why? Because of that day, if you got it in that car instead of me. Instead of me. That is a great flick. I just watched that the other night again. It is good. He is a great actor. He's crazy, but he's he's good. Yeah, Dave Boyle. Yeah, Dave Boyle. 
Well, you got to upset. You got to send us uh, Celeste Boyle five hundred dollars a month now. <clears throat> what you guys talk about? Well, what did you guys cover? South Boston. We only talked about South New York. Ah. Uh, we plugged the shit out of the River Cafe. Somebody to a detective, but you get away. Right, but you get away. Right. It's. I think we all got in that car. We all got we all got in that car. Uh but yeah, this day in history was Romania joined the Axis powers. There's nothing more exciting than that. Like how many dimples are on a golf ball? Can you guys tell John, me? John, you sh- John, your uncle sir, your great uncle served in the Luftwaffe, didn't he? Was um, he on the- yeah. No, I'm gonna get back that up. Yeah, no, it. yeah, no, no, yeah. No, it's good. Imagine taking 23 and me and finding out your like, great uncle was like a lieutenant in the Luftwaffe, and you're like, oh, hey, maybe I won't share this at Jewish class next week. Oh, you know, damn I was it. talking to uh, a <laughs> former British branch officer. off the tree. Oh, that's cool. And he was saying, uh, you know, this actually spawned from a conversation somehow about the Luftwaffe, but we mm-hmm. talked about uh, then the Russians after that, and whether the Russian army stands now. And yeah. he said, no. Oh, we would go to war with, with Russia. Your boys could literally just back off and give it to the EU and let the EU wipe out the Russian mm-hmm. army. No. Apparently they have no navy. They have some missiles, which are scary, obviously. But uh, Who's this? Very Russia. Putin's army is actually very weak. I hope they don't hear that. And, you know, I don't plan on going out around to the Kremlin to get myself really? shot anytime soon. But... Uh, you know, I hope Putin doesn't get too insulted. No, I thought we were the most powerful show. army in the world. Well, what he was saying was that Putin's army is actually so weak that we could back yeah, off entirely, let oh, the Russia. EU handle it, and... It would be done. Yeah. Like I know the they have man. a lot of tanks, but I also know since the collapse of the Soviet Union, they just have so many excess planes that just don't work anymore because they're just so yeah. broke. You can't yeah. build up that, that arm. But somehow Putin might just right, be the smoking man in the world. Yeah, I think he is. The, um, after the collapse of the Soviet Union, they, they just have hundreds of millions of dollars of planes just abandoned in these satellite countries because they couldn't afford it. I remember seeing a MiG. Oh, wow. After Top Gun, having nothing to do with Top Gun, but I actually saw a MiG. Big twenty one. It was yeah, and it was from the Cold War era. Man, that thing flew. It was at an air show when I was stationed in Texas. Oh, they're fast. And, and somebody took it. Yeah, this thing was really dipping, yawing, and spinning all in going, you know, five hundred miles an hour, but in kind of low altitudes. It was quite a show. That plane looked pretty deadly. Pretty pretty impressive. And a lot of fun to fly. Yeah, they're they're really fast. They're no match for the uh, uh, the F thirty five Lightning, but they're they're pretty good. I know his aviation now. I do, I do, I do know that the Mig twenty eight doesn't exist too. It's a fictitious plane from Top Gun. Ooh, I did not know that either. There's uh, Mig twenty nines, there's Mig twenty ones, but uh, there's no Mig twenty eight. I think they use that fictitiously, for Hollywood purposes. Nice. But the F-35 Lightning is the most powerful fighter jet in the world. Stealth technology, and uh, it's pretty cool. I'm blown away by your vast knowledge. What about the Quinjet? 
Quinjet? The Quinjet. Quinjet. The Quinjet? Quinjet. From, uh... The Hulk? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doesn't the, exist. The Avengers uh, vehicle. Oh, yeah. That's a good question. How many jets Quinjet. does John Travolta own? Oh, my oh. God. He has more than one? My gosh. Oh, yeah. Forces. He keeps he some of them, I Alabasta. think, in Florida. Yeah, and he has, like, like 737, like, uh, commercial airliner jets. It's not like he's just taking out prop planes. The guy... Like, 300 the, seats. He has his commercial pilot's license. He could fly, yeah. like, your United flight across the country. He, he has... He, yeah, he does. He's... I've seen footage of him say, ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. <laughs> That's good, man. It's good. I mean, his house has a hangar attached to it. Yeah. And he parks his jet there. Like, I'm not talking about his It's like a carport to him. Yeah, he oh, parks from his look 737 who's there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those jets aren't cheap either. I mean, that guy, the fuel alone. There's what a case John? of extreme waste of money. You guys want to know his net worth? Yeah, I'm curious. Gross. What would you say it is? His gross. Uh, his gross. I'm going to say <laughs> 700 million. John? Uh, like a hundred million. See, I would have said he's probably worth four hundred million, but he's only worth a hundred and seventy million. Right? Like, what has he done? Nothing. In a while. See, I just I'm thinking like, how do you have that many planes, that much real estate? I mean, Scientology hangers. Oh. Well, they really got him by the balls, apparently, according to well, what they do. Leah Remini said this, or Paul Haggard, oh, yeah. or somebody. Um, no, I think it was Leah Remini. So they had so much dirt on him about his sexuality, which the world knows anyway, mm-hmm. right. um, that uh, he can't get out. Otherwise, they'll use that against him. I mean, he's yeah. he's in for life. He's like Omerta Oath in. Otherwise, they just they'll let it fly. They've got all the dirt on this guy. Um, and Tom Cruise is so high up that even if he wanted to get out, uh, he'd be like one of the few people who would be stupid for getting out because he apparently has the right to kill people <laughs> somehow. Right. He's got that power. The license right. to kill. Yeah, according to the Church of Scientology, he has a license to kill. So that would mean that he could get away with it probably because there's some judge and some detectives in the LAPD and uh, district attorneys that are also members of Scientology. You would think. You would think so. Hmm. Yeah, that interview with uh, Leah Remini on Joe Rogan for like two and a half hours, she just pulls back the curtain of Scientology and how weird it is. I can't believe they haven't put hits out on her. I mean, how is she safe? Yeah. yeah. They're so she crazy. She got a lot of death threats. Oh, she did? I bet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think there's like a good oh, documentary cult. against her. How she's like part of a conspiracy to overthrow Scientology. I love right. Scientology get overthrown. It's like I think she's. I'd love to just see a mold in there and just whack that uh, knucklehead. Oh yeah, I think we all would. A crazy five foot one little dwarf who uh, somehow kicks the shit out of people is sort of the initiation. Bunch of queers. Mm-hmm. So baity. It is very dick-like. It is folksy. 
Um, we have to do a, a, a whole show on Scientology. We gotta get my buddy Sean. Um, he gets calls from them all the time. Oh gosh, I bet they're relentless. They're like robocallers. Oh, oh my gosh, they're like robocallers. We gotta definitely open that door. Nose picker. Rose, robo harassers. Nose picker. <laughs> Nose picker. They basically get your info off of the Screen Actors Guild information. So I've never gotten a call, thankfully. Oh really? They're, yeah, because they're looped into that. They want they want yeah. fresh blood. New recruits. I think they live. They leave East Coast people alone, though. Yeah, they want you out, out west. They want you close, close proximity to get you. I don't know. Mm. You've seen the building quite a few times. I mean, what kind of activity goes on in the parking lot around there? Yeah, I, you know the building. You can just drive right by it, but it's gated. You don't really see inside. Uh, the the main headquarters, though, and. Um, Sunset Boulevard is, is it's futuristic looking. It it's, looks like something out of Babylon mm-hmm. mixed with Star Wars. It's it's bizarre. It's an ugly building. It's an eyesore, really. Bridges to Babylon. I would look it up on my computer and show you, but I don't want my cookie saying that I've been in their site. I probably <laughs> tapped in. Like, oh, we got a live one looking for us on a Friday night. Matthew Clark, <laughs> dispatch. <laughs> dispatch him. Send somebody over there. So, don't want any of that. No, sorry, Hubbard. Stuff like one cookie you can't even delete. Right. They just install it like AIDS. You can't get rid of it. Oh, I my mean, gosh. Oh, my gosh. Goodness um, gracious. I'm going to be taking another flying lesson in December. And after 30 hours, I'll be able to fly alone. Uh, and then after more time, I'll be able to fly with other people. So I want to do a podcast episode in the air once I'm eligible. To oh, do that. I'm so With jealous. all of us. It's so costly, though, isn't it? It's very expensive. That's why I have to do it incrementally. I can't just do it like every weekend. I have to wait a couple weeks. I keep saying I'm going to make that investment, and I'm going to do it. It's been a New Year's resolution for like the past five years now. It's very expensive. That's why I can't do it right away. I would do it every weekend if I couldn't be done with it, but it's like it's a lot. Wait, Clark, I totally was looking at something and missed everything you said. What are you talking about? Flying lessons. Yeah. Oh, ooh, Your first you're lesson keep going. you get for like seventy-five or eighty bucks in some small airports. It's just like a one-hour intro, and then I guess the cost goes up over time. The more you know, you fly, the cost yeah. goes up, and then of course goes we get up. to another. You don't get a I actually discount. could use my post nine eleven GI bill if I had the time to pay for an entire schooling. I could go to down to Florida and get every single license. If I right. To. Yeah. You should do that. Uh, yeah, yep. but I mean, that's a big investment of time right there. It's a lot of time. I mean, it's about ten thousand dollars altogether to do that. Yeah, this school is about thirty thousand bucks. Yeah, it's a lot. You get like a oh, commercial license. Like that. Yeah. So I could get which it on the post nine eleven GI Bill, which is great. So if anybody, any listeners out there are thinking. All they can do is go to, uh, you know, Liberty University or one of those fake schools that uh, Liberty. the military loves to talk about, <laughs> encourage you to uh, get their money into. New Hampshire um, University. You don't necessarily have to do that. You can go. UFC. To, uh, I shouldn't talk about Liberty University. Liberty. Very good. Liberty. Liberty. Yes. Liberty. Um, Liberty. Liberty. It's a Christian school in West Virginia. But um, it is called Liberty. 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 Yeah, Liberty University. 
And so you, if you want, you can actually go and learn to fly on the GI Bill. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I kind of agree with them making it a little pretty bit expensive. Cool. You know when every Tom, Dick, and Harry being like, yo, I got like 20 bucks, so get me in the plane, yo. <laughs> you know, you, they should make the criteria a little bit yeah. more expensive. Yeah, yeah right. Really, yeah, right. Uh, Maybe every now and then just say, hey, look, pick up the gas and I'll take you for a ride. Get you another hour. And... If you don't get your Rio, give me a call. I'll fly with you. I'll fly. Cougar, Merlin, and Maverick and Goose. Great. Maverick and Goose. Talk to me, Goose. You can be my wingman anytime. Bullshit. Bullshit. You be mine. Be my... What does Val Kilmer say before he chomps? Before he goes... Uh, Let's see. Pilot. Yeah, no, that's what it meant. Uh, no. It was, no, it was... Oh, yeah. Ice, man. I am dangerous. You're dangerous. Ah, I like it. That's right, Ice. I'm dangerous. Man. I am dangerous. So, uh, Maverick, uh, who was covering Cougar while you and Goose were showboating with this big? Cougar was doing just fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was chewing ice. Who does that? <laughs> Mother Goose! What do you guys think the new Top Gun's going to be like where he's an instructor? Are you going to see it? I mean, I'm going to see it opening I'm day. I'm going to see all... it. It's just, look, you're going to look at Kelly McGillis if she's got a cameo, and she's oh. going to look she, She's going to look like... Uh, Idiots. Uh, 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 she, she's just going to look like an old... Uh, Crypt guy. keeper. I don't know yeah. what else to say. Yeah. <laughs> she ain't doing the South Florida girl hand hit pose, that's for sure. She, <laughs> the years haven't been great. <laughs> And oh, then Val such a dumb clearly has throat cancer. Uh, Who does? He's not looking too good. Val Kilmer is in pretty bad shape right now. Oh, is he really? Yeah, he, he kind of fell off the... Uh... Yeah, part of his neck removed, actually. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. damn. He's in the new film? He did get a little bulbous. Yeah, he signed on for it. I wonder if they're going to have any other uh, guys in there. No Anthony Edwards. Unless he comes into some like dream sequence or something like yeah. that, and now he he'll looks bring like, him back. Yeah, he's right. Bald some, bullshit, and... some bullshit way he'll come the back. Ghost like a dream, of like Goose. Said, it'll, it'll be a dream sequence or something. And uh, Meg Ryan with Goosed. her giant collagen lips. Oh probably yeah. Probably can't even talk anymore. Ugh, what a mess. <laughs> I wonder if Tom <laughs> Skerritt will be in it. If he'll come back. Yeah, he's an old man. Ghost, it would have to be, uh, yeah. I wonder if the, who the other pilots they're going to bring back though. Like if they bring back Rick Rossovich or uh, mm. uh, any of those other guys that played Wolfman, Barry Tubb, or any of them. I wonder if they'll ever come back. What would the story be? It has to be something in the Middle East, like they're going to Syria or something like that to bomb, and you know, because you know they're going to have Maverick mm. in the oh, plane yeah. doing a yeah. mission. He's not just going to be an instructor. They're going to be yeah. like, we need we need you back for one more uh, mission or something. They're going to have to cool. do something. Yeah. It's Cougar's kid. He's going to be like, uh, my dad one day just quit. What I'm about to tell you was highly classified. <laughs> right. I flew with your old man Cougar. I'm glad that they're doing uh, uh, a sequel, though, and not a, a remake with, like, um, yeah. Kevin Hart or, like, uh, you know, one of these guys, you know, um, 
just reprising the role like they did with 21 Jump Street yeah. and all that shit. They're actually doing like a just a proper Se- sequel. Sequels, prequels, oh, yeah. remakes. That's all we're on. I mean, I'm waiting for The Godfather 4 to be announced. Oh, Whoa. right. That's one they can't touch. I mean, that would be just... Unless they did it. Somebody yeah. just got cast as Dickie Moltisanti for the prequel of Sopranos. Uh, oh, really? Character they talked about but never actually existed. Is it a film? No, nah, it's going to be a show. Oh. It's going to take place in the 60s. That's kind of cool. I mean, if you do it I right. I don't know. HBO. Yeah, I, just, I don't know. I don't know which way this one's going to go. Yeah, I don't know. I remember Joe Saravo, he played uh, Johnny Boy Soprano, so I guess he'll be in it. Oh, yeah. Johnny Boy. Wait, who was Johnny Boy? Oh, yeah, the gay guy. (laughs) That was Vito. Oh, Johnny Cakes. (laughs) Johnny Cakes, yeah. Johnny Boy Soprano was... Who was Johnny uh, Boy? Johnny Boy was Tony's father. Can I get some flapjacks? Played by oh, Joe Sarabo, who was uh, in, in Only People vs. O.J. In... Simpson as Fred Goldman. Right. Oh, shit. Can I get some flapjacks? Short, short stack at all. I, you, John. I right. hear you. Sometimes hear you tell you. lies so long, you don't know when it's safe. I, I hear, hear you. <laughs> hey, Johnny Cakes. I always love that. Johnny Cakes, the fireman. You too, Johnny Cakes. Johnny Cakes. You too, Johnny I'm running out of money. I'm living a lie. Short stack at all. That's going to be my answer to anything. Hey, Matt, stack. you just rear-ended a hearse. Uh, what do you have to say? Short, Short stack, stack at all. <laughs> what? I hear, I hear you. you. I hear you. No, no, you have there's serious serious consequences. You need to answer this. I suppose the guy had like this thick Brooklyn accent, but he flips flapjacks in New Hampshire. It made no sense. I Vincent, he was... I love you. Oh, God. That was supposedly on a real character, I guess, who was in the DiCavalcanti family, who was gay. But, I mean, it was difficult to watch. I know it's all about creative writing and all, but some of the scenes... It was difficult to watch. You're not just watching two gay guys, like watching Freddie Mercury make out with a guy. You're watching this fat guy and this burly... It's a a lot. I can't watch that at all i can't watch it i get like a feeling in my no. stomach i mean i don't that was, care that was like eight it's just not right for me to watch i don't get anything from it right i imagine myself right. doing it and then i feel weird because i don't want to it's do like that. exactly it's like uh, hbo was trying to do the uh they're competing me. with like big love and all these other new shows at the time mm-hmm. like yeah we'll throw in broke back mountain like we'll just throw in some gay stuff to get the the dynamics Mm-hmm. Hitting on more cylinders, but yeah. there wasn't any need to really show that. More coverage. More coverage. Boy, sure found a way to amuse yourselves up there. Up there. Short stack of tall. Short stack of tall. Sometimes I wish I could quit you, Enos. Hey. <laughs> what was his name? Ennis? And, and what was the other guy's Enos, name? I don't know. Wasn't it Jack and Enos or something? Yeah, Jack, Jack, I swear. Enos. God, that's just too easy. <laughs> I imagine having that name. Well, we're going to be working together. We better start drinking together. Enos, Enos, now give me that penis. Oh, yeah, his name was Enos. <laughs> and Enos Del Mar. That was like the character's name. Your boy sure found a way to amuse yourself. Tickle that, that Enos. Enos. Jack, I swear. Well, if we're going to be working together, we better start drinking together and fucking together. I was a little forward. Maybe we can start with drinking together and see where the road takes us. But yeah, I guess in a tent. 
couple of cowboys. Brokeback a couple of cozy hand jobs. You want to have any of my children? Couple of cozy hedge. Couple of hand jays. Squeezies. Rough Squeezers. calloused squeezies. Rough. Horse trotting, glove wearing, saddle pulling, rain holding squeezies. Cowboy Cut squeezies. Cut the sores open off your uncircumcised Johnson rod. Yeah, it's the Johnson rod. They can say whatever they want. Cut the sores open. <laughs> I love the Johnson rod. Yeah. Uh, boy, oh boy. No. Tweet us. Uh, my laptop's about to die, guys, so. Uh, yeah, no, we can w. put tonight in the W. This is I still apologize a half hour show. You can find I hope me. I sounded good. As I christened sounds... this new microphone, we'll find out maybe in sound the Sound good, man. You sounded oh, yeah. consistent Great. from everything I've heard. Uh, I have now like five hours of shows to edit, so. Yes. Oh, goodness. It sounds good. Oh, God. Thank the last you. show is two and a half hours. This one's two hours and 11 minutes. So oh, my own. You're a trooper. You hear boom, that, booms. Roku? Maybe maybe cut boom, a booms. little extra in for uh, yeah. our, the genius behind. Absolutely. Boom booms. Yeah, John, if you can just have those to us uh, by 12 tonight, yeah, that would be great. Uh, we can just get those. Yeah, I'm going to need you to come in on Sunday, too. What the fuck? Can I close on this one since we're not doing a sports with John? Fuck? I just want to ask, did anybody watch the football what? game? I actually did fuck? not see more than five minutes of it last night. Same here. No, I saw yeah. like five minutes. We were going back and yeah. forth, and they didn't have it on at the house, which is weird. Yeah. Uh, no. uh, I, I, was like a, uh, I was a little blurry around that yeah. time. I don't really uh-huh. remember what we were doing. You were drinking since one. I mean, I know what we were doing, but I don't think John. I was paying attention to anything. I wasn't recording no, was any visual information. Before before <laughs> we go, John, because visual content is so much more interesting for listeners of a radio show, how does the South Florida girl hip hand pose go again? That's got to be... You You expose full side boob and full rib cage, and you almost put your hand on the back of your hip. Right. To get it's a like full... A natural. That's uh, got to be greater than sign. the poster for the show for uh, the last, last oh, episode yeah. of this one. Because nobody really stands like that to be comfortable, right? Find somebody that can pose so we can make that the, the icon <laughs> the, to the episode. That's link. what we need. We need the thumbnail to be like the yeah. South Florida hand pose. All three of us. Yeah. <laughs> like that. That's what we need. Yeah, that's our... That's what we need to do this weekend. Take a nice picture. And it makes small boobs look bigger. Yeah, you need. we all need to do a pose this weekend and all shopping together in front of the castle. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Tweet us at the underscore podcast. From the gentleman in charge of New York's River Cafe, Michael Biscardi, to the man in charge of the South Florida Man. It was Jonathan Astor to the man in charge of watching a documentary on Rivers tonight while touching his hips, Matthew Clark. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening, and good night, everybody. We call you Tiny Avenger. <laughs> Godspeed. Baby arms. I'm always ready.